you're listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by WednesdayComics.com and RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. Wednesday Comics, issue 16, episode 16. No, who gets this? Number 16. To my left, we have the foggy to my daredevil, Alex. Hello. And across me, we have Stiltman himself, Garrett. What the fuck is Stiltman? <laughs> a bad guy who's on stilts. You never seen Stiltman? No. I've never heard of Stiltman. There's an issue of uh, Mark Wade's uh, Daredevil where he fights him. He's a bad guy. His power? He's Falling st- over because he's on fucking stilts? On stilts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So he's got wood. No, no, it's metal. He oh. like metal legs. So I assume Daredevil could hear when the metal hit the ground, and that's how he found him and beat the shit out of him. I forgot. No, I don't there I don't there is much. that steel trap of yours. <laughs> he probably only found out he was on stilts when he tried to kick him in the dick, and <laughs> he had to like kick really high, like higher than he could actually get. Daredevil can see everything. He can. See I was what? watching Daredevil season two, and in there he goes to that crime scene and he like sees everything. That's the only thing about that show, though, that. I wish they would show his, his inner, like, see how he, oh, sees, how he sees in his They head. did it in the first season, didn't they? No. For like a second. I thought they did. No. Not oh. that I remember. I thought when he was getting training with stick. Uh, I don't think so. If it did, it didn't leave a lasting impression on me. Cause because I the, intro, it, the intro is kind of like that. Yeah. But so. it's just blood going over objects. Yeah, but that's kind of how he sees. I suppose. You know what I mean? But yeah. I know what you mean, though. You know what I find interesting? What you What's guys up? can't remember is stuff that you've read or things that you've seen. The things I can't remember is how to say or you're listening to us. Every week i got to write it down if I have to you say You know why? It. How fast do you read a comic? How long does it take you? On average, probably about 8 to 10 minutes. And see, and I, it probably takes me half that time, and so that's probably why I'm not actually... Four like, minutes? Yeah. Which means he reads in like two minutes. For like 22 pages? Papa's got to understand and comprehend and look. At and not only page. that, he has to turn each page with pliers so oh. that he doesn't actually get his fingerprints Surgical on each gloves. page. Surgical gloves. <laughs> you, might, you might take longer because you get the... And I put it in a glass box while I turn it with not right. real hands. Yeah, you might be you might be taking longer because you have gloves and stuff. So That's true. Know. That's true. And it's behind like glass, so you got to put your hand in and yep. turn it real quick. It's tough. You know, the laminating process and all that. <laughs> Everything is safe in my room. He's got it all in slates, so he's got to break it first and then read it and then re-slate it. So. <laughs> Takes time. Yeah, so I was watching. So I'm watching that, I was saying, and so he walks into a crime scene, and somehow he just sees the whole crime scene. Like, he, they show him feeling one part one time, but the rest of the time he knows. So Derva can really can see. Oh, yeah. I mean, he basically has vision. Just different. It's just, yeah. Different he, perception. He can't see anything that doesn't have texture, like screens and stuff like that. So, but otherwise, so that's how we see Stillman. To answer answer that question you had before. Okay. Today is 10, 12, 2016. Some books came out. What do you guys get? Too much shit. Yeah, I agree. I had way <laughs> a ridiculous amount of books this week. I don't know if everybody. They must have been all coming back from New York Comic Con, and they were like, "Oh, let's just release something, everything when we get back." That's what happened. Because it's like. I don't. Let me look how many books I have. I think I have like twenty. Right. I know you guys have way more than me. I had, I had like a hundred bucks worth. Let's see. Uh, we had Action Comics uh, nine sixty five All Star Batman number three. Background the Birds Brand number three. 
Uh, DD, number 12. That's Daredevil, number 12. Black Science, you say? I'd skip Black Science. I was going to let you say 25. Black Monday Murders, number three. Deathstroke, number four. Did Jeff Steinberg come out today? No. Number three, number one and two are already out. Number three comes out uh, next week. Does it? Okay. Because it's on my list for this week. Killer Rekill, number three. Looking forward to that a lot. Jupiter's Legacy, number four. Peter Parker, basically, who that is. Reborn, number one. (laughs) Oh, that's what you were referring to. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, reborn number one, the new Mark Miller. Literally you just said that. <laughs> well, he we said something. Guys, right. we're saying stuff through the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say Black Monday Murders. Greg Capullo coming back his first thing since Batman. Yep. You got Mark Miller who's been doing miniseries for a while. Is this a miniseries? I assume I it was like six it's issues. Mark Miller, so definitely. It is six? I assumed it was six. You know I what? I never heard it was a miniseries. I would assume it is because it's Mark Miller. Yeah. But now his, his miniseries could go from six to seven at least. If but not. This is like... Besides Jupiter's Legacy, this is the first thing that he's pitched that sounds like it could be more than six issues. All the other things were like, oh, that's going to be six issues. I'd have to believe it when I see it because I just think he's got he's doing too much that he has to keep moving, bouncing from project to project. I can look that up later. I'll get you an answer by the end of the show. Uh, um, new Superman. Do you say on follow number 12? Nope. I'm looking forward to that a lot. I like the last issue a lot. Really? Yeah. Well, this is That's the one they said. This is the shit's going to yeah, go down. This is the big one. Um, I don't know if I really six. care about Suicide Squad that much anymore, but yeah, that's... I think st- the last one was good. I still care about it. I like, I like it, but... It's, it's not a top five for me, but it's, it's good. I enjoy it. It's got characters I like. Um, are you get, Alex isn't getting monstrous anymore, are you, Marvin? I, oh No, I dropped that like you did? two or three ago. Oh, I, I like that book a lot. You picked it up? I actually did pick up six and seven today. Oh, you, oh, did? you did? Oh, I didn't know that. I like that book a lot, but it reads really slow. Yeah. So I, I was going to get in traits. Yeah, I'm going to read it and see how the last two issues are, but I think... It doesn't say anywhere this is a mini. Really? Mm-hmm. It just says new series. Usually it says new mini series. But that's kind of like Huck. And on the solicitor... Huck said new on series. On the solicitor, it, it doesn't say six issues or something like that. Usually it says hmm. mini series or something like that. Um, a new James Bond limited called Hammerhead by What's Andy that about? Diggle. Hammerhead. It's about a villain named Hammerhead. I hope it's a shark. It's not about Jaws? Could be. I don't know. Maybe it's a street shark. Eventually. And, you know, maybe that's just anticipation for that award-winning series Felix Leiter coming out. <laughs> hey, that might be good. <laughs> I think it's going to be. You know, it take, it's a CIA operative, right? But it takes place outside the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Where is it taking place? In Asia somewhere? I think so. I'm not 100%. I would be interested in that if I was into that series at all. The James Bond thing. Mm-hmm. It was Warren good. Ellis, right? And then Annie Diggle. Warren Ellis writes it through 10. Then Annie Diggle's doing this six-issue limited. And then Benjamin Percy's taking over the main James Bond. Oh book. yes, yeah. that's, that's good, three good writers. Yeah, Warren Ellis, by the way, uh, just get announced that he's restarting Wildstorm for DC. Their imprint. Get some more uh, Grifter, some more um, okay. Stormwatch, things like that. I don't know how much how interested I'll be into that until I see who's the artist and what the books are and stuff like that. Right, because some of them are. Already have their own series, kind of like Midnight and Apollo, and yeah, some of them have been introduced into the DC uh, main continuity. So I'm wondering if this is a side continuity or this is in DC continuity, like but about these people, yeah, because they have the Young Animals imprint that Gerard well, Way is controlling, but that's outside of continuity. I assume is it really? I don't know. I assume so. Well, because that new one, Mother Panic, takes place in Gotham, so I guess you'd have to find out in that one, but. Yeah, you mean, yeah, it could still take place in Gotham and not be in the continent. That's true, yeah. So that's why you, like you don't know for sure until you thing. get there. But, I, I mean, if it does take place in continuity, it definitely doesn't mention anything else. At least Dean Patrol number one didn't. 
Mm-hmm. Next week we have um, number two. So this week is number two. Yeah. Well, this week we're gonna I mean, for it. next show, next week's show. Next week is Cave Carson. Oh yeah, that's what comes out. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be fun. I love Oming's art. There is in the in the uh, little synopsis thing for the issue. It says something towards the end about Cave Carson. He thinks his eye might be sinister, and then in parentheses it says it is or something like that. <laughs> laugh. So I don't know. I might pick that up. But then, but then again, next week's big too. Like I like so it's another bigger week. I think I can speak for any, at least you and I, Gary and I, that books need to be getting chopped here. Yeah, we're starting to throw some on the chopping block because it's just like, gosh, I just need a, another job just to pay for comics. It's getting so yeah, I've getting so I mean, many. like those DC books, like they're all. And I'm probably just gonna have to be more critical and start cutting those books yeah. because there's a lot of them that like, I really like, but do I really need to get them? Right, and maybe pick them up later or something if you want them. If they're like great, keep them. If they're, eh, I like where the story's going, but you can maybe get that in trades later. Does DC still do it where after like three months it's ninety nine cents online on digital? Might be. I don't know. They do. I mean, every was, six books though is a trade, so they're still gonna throw out trades every now and then. That's true. And they're always cheaper than retail, so. I went through that list, though, last night, and there's nothing really. I mean, there's, like, two I probably could drop. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not bad <laughs> enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, I absolutely got to drop those. But. I think my problem is that when I drop a book, I actually fill in that book with something else. Yeah. Like, I was just telling you about wanting to drop a certain book and picking up another one. It's like, well, I'm not really saving any money. I'm actually spending an That's extra true. dollar. But I also want to at least look forward to reading this book, the and I might have to, like, some image series that are coming out. There's a lot of image. Kind of be like, I'll just get that in trades. Yeah. Because usually, that's usually cheaper for image. It's five bucks for the first one and then ten afterwards. Or the other way around. No. Ten no, or fifteen. ten for the first volume, then it goes to 15, to fifteen for the second. I'm thinking of Saga. Saga, for some reason, the first one was five. <clears throat> Maybe it was only four I think we got it. or something. I thought we got it for cheap, though. I For me now, unfortunately, I don't I don't like having trades. Like, I get having trades. It's not, It's easier to share. But I like getting to own the issues. And that's my only concern with dropping any books is that it's got to be a book that I know I'm not going to want to go back to because I want to go back to Power Man and Iron Fist now. I've heard good things, and I like that team. I like that book, and that book is really good. That's what I want to do with – I was talking to Marvin last week about the Alias Jessica Jones book. Um, it's not because of the show that I want that because that new series just started. And, yeah, some of the buzz around Jessica Jones has made that book very, very popular, but – that first issue came out in like I think '08 or maybe even a little earlier. It's like 300 bucks right now online. Oh. I'm like, I just want. I mean, I know there's like the True Believer Marvel. You can get it for a dollar, whatever. But I might do that. But it's like that's ridiculous. Like just because the TV shows out now, it's like marked up like 300. percent Yeah. So. This week, oh, not this week, this last weekend was New York Comic Con. Some news came out that'd be interesting to bring up here. One of them was uh, speaking of new books, a new book was announced for DC's second wave of rebirth, Batwoman. It's going to be coming out. It's going to be written by Margaret Bennett. And the first arc will be also James Tinney on the fourth with artwork from uh, Steve Epstein. Steve Epstein's first thing from DC for 15 years. Yeah, I'm definitely in that book. I like, I, Mark Rabenna is definitely like, 
advanced in her writing over the year. Like I've never read anything bad from her. It's always been like okay or really good. And I think she's just getting better. What else have you read from her? Because I couldn't think of reading else. Animosity. animosity. Yeah, I know she's Animosity, and I know that she was um, or A-Force. still is. What? Oh, A Force. Okay, she did the first Batman Annual in the New Fifty Two. Oh, really? The one where they're in Arkham. Okay, I didn't know that. I knew that Animosity, and I knew she did Red Sonia for the new series that's going on, but I dropped that. Mm-hmm. I see her as like a younger Gail Simone type kind of writer. There's going to be a two-issue arc in Detective Comics called Batwoman Begins that is designed to lead you into the ongoing title. That'll be before February, because in February, Rebirth number one is going to come out, and then in March, Batwoman number one will come out. Uh, first arc, what do you mean Rebirth? Batman Rebirth? Batwoman Rebirth. Oh, okay. okay. We were like, another I, heard, rebirth. I heard Rebirth. I thought, no, that already came out in June. Well, the Rebirth issue will come out in February. I didn't think they were going to do those anymore after that first wave. Yeah, I think so. There's been some series that just started. I think the ones that just started are the monthly books, correct? No, because Action Action Detective started in their relative, like Batman or Superman Rebirth, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know how they determine that. I think Mm -hmm. it's for something that they want to be like, if you need to get caught up, read this issue. Whereas in Action Detective, it's like, what are you going to get caught up on? I guess. Right. 900 and some issues. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. Cause Batgirl didn't have it. Batgirl didn't have a rebirth issue. Well, there was then, a rebirth Batgirl and the birds of prey came out before Batgirl. Really. Oh really? So, so they probably yeah, just tied that together. Yeah. Okay. It was just that. Okay. So I, but then again, I don't even know how they determine it. I think they mm-hmm. just heard They're like, Oh, well we'll put out a rebirth. Well for bad woman, I think it makes sense. It's one of like a, a main solo book. So you put out a, re- a rebirth. They did for mm-hmm. cyborg, right? Yeah. Batman. Stuff like that. So Margaret Bennett's and James Tinian for the first arc, and then after that it'd be her by herself. She's pretty good. Steve Deppin's art I haven't seen since Velvet. Yeah, I haven't finished Velvet yet, so I don't know. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. Yeah. And once again, another book, so I gotta find. I mean, you I can't, I can't time, get all though. these books. I'm gonna yeah, have to like, like start, start some plasma or something because I. <laughs> um. Some other DC rebirth news. Some opposite news. Somebody leaving. John Boy Myers announced that he's leaving DC Comics uh, Teen Titans book after the first issue, citing creative differences. He was supposed to... Actually, you know what I find interesting? Hmm. He was solicited to be the interior artist only through issue three. So originally, he was just supposed to be the first three. So I guess not really a big loss. Really? But it's kind of a big loss because after you saw the rebirth, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Well, I mean... mean, He's still going to do issue one. still going to do one, but he won't do two and three. But he was going to go away eventually. That's what I mean. But that's unfortunate. I guess for me, as and maybe whatever their difference was is a big to do. But it'd be nice as the artist to give your fans what, all he what said, we were promised. All he said on his Facebook page was, thank you guys for all the Teen Titans love and support. And Teen Titans issue one of the ongoing will be my final issue of the series due to creative differences. I decide to move on to other projects. And just to be clear, I left on my own, so there's no hard feelings real well. It's not comics. It's comics, not everything is magical, just the characters. So his last issue should be the one that comes out on the 26th of this month. Hmm. That's the play way saying, no, there's hard feelings. Uh, That's what, well, maybe he wants to come back and work for DC. Oh, but I he suppose. Did, I'm guessing his issue was with the writer. With Benjamin. And he just doesn't want to go back to that book. Which is sad to me because I really like, I mean, I mean Ben Percy as a writer. So to me, in my head, I'm just like, God, I just... I hate thinking negative about like a writer or something because I'm always like interested in their ideas and creativity. So I just like, I don't get how 
like a great artist and a great writer can clash so hard, but I guess if they're both type well, if A. if you have a vision for a certain book and you're both not meshing with it, it could just be what he says creatively. I mean, they might not, not even hate each other, just that creatively they didn't see the same vision for the book. Hmm. And so they just probably were going back and forth being like, no, I want to change this. And he's like, no, I don't think so. So they weren't getting anywhere. So eventually mm-hmm. he's like, well, I'll just leave. I'm going to leave then. You can find somebody else. He's like, okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't working out for them. Okay, I guess. But the new artist, I didn't write down who it was, but I looked at some of his art. It looks good. Yeah, I know you so. sent us the back. Oh, yeah. The, it was good. yeah I, I think it's a good replacement. I mean, the, st- I mean, the style's not... Like, it's like, different. You can tell John Boy's style. It's not More, unique, but right. it's still good art. So. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'll give it a try. I'll see what I, mm-hmm. see what I think. You'll see that in November. Well, I'm ready for it. Um, DC announced they're going to make another animated Wonder Woman movie. Wonder Woman movie. Uh, nothing else. That's all they did. They said it's on the way. Animated Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie. No, nothing announced what it's going to be about. No date or anything like that. But I wanted to bring it up because I think DC's animated things are pretty good mm-hmm. compared to Marvel. Marvel's. Well, I think just because they have everything under Warner Brothers animation in Marvel before would have to find other people to do their stuff. You think it'd be better now that they have Disney, but I don't know. Okay. But um, it seems like lately, though, all of it's like Batman movies, right? Next one's going to be Justice League Dark. They had a panel on that. It's true, but I mean, like time. the last like four, right? Or Batman yeah. And stuff. So it's nice that they're finally being like, oh, we have other characters. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman's going to have a movie. I would hope they would go back and make a Green Lanterns movie or something like that. And that Green Lantern first flight from way back when was way better than that movie, like the Ryan Reynolds movie ever was. You know what I was thinking about today? And this is not about this. It's about Marvel animation. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, like I said, they have Disney. The, what would be the top animation studio ever? ever? Right. And why don't they take the animated studio as an opportunity to remake classic Marvel storylines as movies like Doctor Strange is coming out? Uh, make an animated movie, Doctor Strange, the Oath. Oath. Put that out in November when the movie comes out. So that way people can go see that and be like, oh, I want more. Oh, the movie came out. I'll go see that. They do that with the comics. Hey, Doctor Strange is coming out. Let's put out a Doctor Strange comic. So I understand they they love synergy over there to make their movies just like the comics or the comics just like the movies. So I understand why the animation is not like pushing you to watch those movies. Yeah. Like I just saw, you know, I thought of this. I saw that they announced that there isn't just something Doctor Strange coming out animated-wise. But you know what it is? It's Hulk and Doctor Strange teaming up. The movie's not even called Doctor Strange or anything. It's called Hulk. Um, it's like something... It's Where monsters dwell or something like that. Yeah. So it's them facing the Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Or teaming up. I'm not sure if they're facing them. But it's like a horror thing for Halloween. But it's like... And they, they somehow nudged in Doctor Strange into that story. Right. Because he has a movie coming out, but why not just make a Doctor Strange movie? I don't understand. <laughs> he's getting thrown, and I saw also that he's getting thrown into a bunch of like app Marvel app games because Marvel has a shit ton of Marvel app games. He's getting like that's their special Purchase package drop for November. They're just going to throw him in a bunch of games and stuff. So. I'm surprised that again, I'm not done yet, so no spoilers. But I'm surprised that they don't do that stuff also with like their TV shows, like have. Because they usually do it afterwards, mm-hmm. like um, not Thor, but um, Sif was in Ages and the Shield. They have who else? Did somebody else show up? They do a lot of stuff in the movies that come with the t-shirts, but usually it's afterwards. Like Captain America, they had the integrated um, Winter Soldier, but after the movie came out, mm-hmm. right? Well, they had was it Sitwell's his name? Whoever, Sitwell. Yeah, he was in there before actually. He was in season one. Oh, that's true. He was in and then he, Shield, yeah. and then he showed up in Civil War. 
Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're watching the show, you'd be like, oh, that's that guy that's been giving them a hard time. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's Hydra. Right. Yeah. I guess that's cool. Yeah. Which one sit well? He's like the ball. He's the, the one that off the name drops Stephen Strange on the top of the building before uh, he gets thrown out of the car in Winter Soldier. They drop off the building and Falcon grabs him. I don't remember that. And then Winter Soldier kills him mm-hmm. in the car, like throws him out. Nope. Don't really? remember anything. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's a that? good 20 minutes of that movie, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Steel Trap at the beginning. Making yeah, fun of seriously. Us. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I ever hear when I think of Winter Soldier is I think of the fight it's on the It's the first show. time Falcon's wings you actually see being used. In Winter Soldier? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I remember. The, yeah, it, the balded Bald. guy. Yeah. That, and he's okay. explaining the algorithm. Yep. For That's right. When they kick, him, they kick him off the building, then they he pay, okay. he's explaining about who's dangerous, Stephen Strange and all those people. Bruce Banner, all those guys. Which, by the way, so at that point, you would think that, oh, no, because it's telling people in the future that it'll be bad. I mean, be bad for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's say. just an awesome doctor at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some other news came out. Some Marvel news. It's for uh, their Netflix stuff. Uh, they announced that they're filming The Punisher right now. Ooh. John Barathal came out and said, yes, we're filming right now. And Karen Page is going to be in that Punisher series. No spoilers. I haven't finished Daredevil. I don't know why she's in there. You'll find out. Um, I know. So I don't know shit. Finish so. season two and you'll understand. But spoilers in here. I, the paragraph looks like they're working together. How's that possible? Well, maybe if you <laughs> didn't wait a year and a half to watch the show, you'd be uh, know what's going on. The nose thing bothered me. You know what? I, <laughs> did it, was Damn comic Was this before the show or after, during the show? During what? About his nose thing. So I'm watching Daredevil. And last week I said, I don't like the nose thing. And Alex is like, I'm pretty sure it's for protective purposes. And then you were like, I think he gets a new one. And I was like, all right, I keep watching. So like episode one or two of season two, he uh, Punisher shoots him kind of right here. And so, but he lives because of the protective thing. <laughs> and then he gets a new mess. So all I was right. like, oh, okay. That makes sense. So, we were so more right. importantly, I am a detective. And I can just tell you why something would hey, be that way. Hey, and another tribute to my steel trap in my brain that you were making fun of at the beginning of the show. Boom. You should watch that. The Punisher's pretty good in that. It is. So well, far, the little amount that I've seen of him. Yeah, it's pretty good. You said no, it gets worse? Huh? You said no, gets, I'm not saying it gets worse ever. It just gets me... I don't want to see... It's getting into spoiler territory for you, but it just gets me really excited to see the Punisher TV show. Oh, yeah. Okay. So TV show or Netflix show? Well, yeah. The same thing. No, they're not. I can't watch Netflix on TV. I can watch it on TV, but it's not regular scheduled Fine. programming. Punisher, Netflix they can, show. They consider it a TV. They have a section on Netflix as TV shows. It's called television. Daredevil's in there. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. That's um, stupid. Hey, you watch it on your TV. You don't watch it on the Seven nine nine. You can watch it on your phone. They so announced, they announced that Sigourney Weaver will be playing the main villain in Defenders. I, that's awesome. She came out at the panel. People went crazy. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sigourney good. Weaver, I like good her Good casting call. Who would she be? Who do we do we have an idea who that they would be? They didn't announce it, so I was trying to think about that too, but I don't know. I Madam know. Webb. Oh my gosh, she's a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know no enough about the defenders to be able to make that. It's call. gonna be somebody street level. But I can't think of Tombstone? Holy shit. Wilson Fisk's mom. <laughs> <laughs> the Queen Pin. I don't know. Mother Pin. Mother Pin. But they did say Iron Fist is going to be starting March 17th on Netflix. You can watch mm-hmm. the whole thing. That's usually Daredevil's time slot. So that's cool. Yeah, so I get pushed back. Dare, uh, Punisher um, next year mm-hmm. also, and Defenders next year, right? Yep, and then season two for Jessica, Daredevil, the next year and too. Luke will be after that. Season three of DD. Season three, right. Season two, pretty good so far. I'm only three episodes in. That finale is fucking great. First episode of Luke Cage is amazing. 
I was like, even talking about Daredevil, Daredevil season two. I want to watch the last episode of the season. Too. Really good. It's so good. You know why I didn't want to watch the show for a while? Also, it's because I heard people were like, "Oh, it's not as good as the first season." I think the complete opposite. Oh, really? Okay, I'll finish it. So I need. I mean, I, this is one of those things. I either need to get Netflix or the I gotta, first season's coming out on Blu-ray soon. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Huh. Next month, I believe. That's what I saw. But it's more expensive than just buying yeah, so Netflix. I could, and I yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like sixty bucks for thirteen episodes or something like that. No, it usually goes down to like thirty-five if it's a shorter. TV amount. Well, usually a movie amount. is twenty bucks, and that's yeah. two hours. So you have thirteen times hours. five that hundred bucks. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. It'd be one of those things that I've actually got a coworker that told me I could use as Netflix. That I might do that. Yeah. All right, start binge watching. Uh, 10, 5, 2016 was last Wednesday. We, re- we read some books. Got a lot of books. Let's see what we think about them. Green Arrow number seven. Oh, eight. Excuse Jeez. me. Written by Ben Percy, art by Otto Schmidt. Mr. Otto Boy's back. Thank God. This art, this Love. issue is beautiful. Holy shit. When, okay. Obviously, spoilers. Until, uh, Garrett start, stops jizzing over here about well, this book. Holy hot damn. When you see Black Canary show up on that island, I mean, Otto Schmidt drove her. No, I think she's a robot. I don't yeah, think I'm she's a sure. We don't know for sure yet. But, but the weird thing is, he's in the middle of nowhere. She just, she just shows up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, as far as we know, she's real. But doesn't whatever. Regardless, even if it was a mirage, like I thought it was too, because you see her and you're just like... I don't think she's a mirage. I holy think fuck, she, let me finish my thought. <laughs> you're taking forever to get to it. So I, I was, was trying to out. say she looks fucking sexy as hell. Like when I saw her and if I was on a like stranded island and I was like, shit, I have no food. I'm all by myself. Like probably getting a little dehydrated and I look up and I see like one of the finest women ever on the planet. I'm just going to be like... Swing, what's up? Doesn't even question where she came from. How'd you get to this island? Nope. He's just like, <laughs> that's what he did too. No, he did it. He Oliver just, Queen was like, yeah. He's like, how'd you get here? But then he sees that thing in the back of her neck, and he's she's like, oh, that's a scar from way. Well, back. it's after they've slept together or doing whatever. I know, but I've seen that scar and been like, that's a fucking robot. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's a clone or a mirage or something too. Well, because there was another when um, Diggle gets attacked in the forest yeah. by a bear. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite the bear's part. Robot bear <laughs> right. carries him to the thing, and I was like, oh, there's robots. Yeah. Okay, he's she's a robot. I I love this issue. I I, I dropped off at six and seven, and six and seven actually weren't too good. Were not too bad. They yeah, were, they no. were fun. But this was a, a great, you great know, start to my. You week. know what I I think we said on the show that the other two. Fill in order, not fill in ours. They're rotating on purpose. They weren't. They were like, "Oh, they're pretty good too." But Otto Smith's like on a different level. Yeah. Like oh, that. this this Holy. is this is a great looking issue. I think not it might great. be because he colors himself and inks himself. So like, hundred percent, that is his art, and it looks beautiful. Well, what I love about his process too, it must be not. It must be quick enough because he did cover, yeah, inks like you said, and he drew for the whole book. Like there was no but, filling artist for cover or anything. Well, I don't know if he's quick him. enough. He's been gone since this. No, he's three, been for two, wow. so three months. He's been. That's probably why it took so long. Working. He, he was I wonder if he's working on anything else. If it's only this, then I'm not sure. But hey, I'd I'd rather him take the time and have artists like look close to his to get that beautiful of art. I do like the and not just to get off the art, but the, the writing's really good too. I like mm-hmm. Ben Percy's going back to basics. This is who Green Arrow was. Like the issue's not too full of stuff. Like it's very simple issue. Mm-hmm. Him and Black Canary, even if it might be a robot. Like, there's oh, some character building their there. chemistry was really together. good. Diggle gets kidnapped by a robot bear. <laughs> that was the best part, <laughs> is the bear kidnaps him. But then that guy in the robot facility or whatever, he had, like, a disfigured face. So I wonder if he's, like... Two-Face. I wonder if he's, like, from that first arc, one of Maybe. those guys that was part of the... But it's a nice reset from, like, this issue, which is, like, let's go back to, like, settle down for a second. Because all the other comics did that Superman had an issue where... 
they went to the fair. Um, mm-hmm. There were some other ones too. I forgot what they were. Oh, Flash had an issue. No, 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 no not Flash. Um, Justice well, League. beginning of one issue of Flash they did where he was on the beach with Mina. Yeah. Before he <laughs> fucking died. <laughs> and Justice League. That's, that's not the same. Yeah. At first it seemed like it was going to be like a day off. Really sweet story. and happy. And then she gets killed at the end of that issue. Yeah. We didn't know that was going to happen. Though. No, I know, but. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I was, I'm oh, glad I meant Green Lanterns. That's what I was thinking about. They, Green Lanterns when they bake the cookies. Oh, yeah. There's been issues where they just do, you know, regular stuff. And this Was that like, the Halloween one that you guys just read? No, that's the, the next one. one. Okay. I like that, though. Um, solid eight. Yep, I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. Of course you did for that. I was black. black yeah, that black canary. I almost want to buy another comic, rip that page out, and put it on the wall. See, okay, but now I want to point out Marvin had mentioned to this to me probably a week ago, two weeks ago. He goes, I don't know how you, Garrett, and I can find drawn cartoon characters attractive. Well, that, no, because you said, like, you said, oh, she's sexy, but I'm like, that art's beautiful. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, the art's beautiful, it's drawings. That's what I don't understand about mm-hmm. you saying, that she looks sexy. And I was like, well, the drawings are really good. That's what I meant. Well, that's what I don't get. My but, but imagination my, fills in the other 50%. So I've never seen a drawing of somebody who's beautiful and be like, well, then she's attractive. I've been like, that art's beautiful. Well, you obviously haven't read Red Hooded and the Outlaws, number one. I've read New that. 52, you yeah, did? Yeah. Me and Alex back in the day. In New 52, you read that yeah, too? Yeah, I've read all those number ones. Okay. And you didn't drool all over? I no, mean, I was like, that art's atrocious. <laughs> Was horrible. You hate you hate Starfire in that book. No, I hate that art in that book. I you told hate you. Rockefort. It wasn't Rockefort. Yeah, it was that first issue. No, it was Lobdell and Rockefort. Guaranteed. I don't believe so. I believe so. Okay. Either way, in my head, I just know that first issue is bad. Doesn't matter. She looks sexy as hell. Yeah, I, like, I, don't, remember, seen, I don't remember the rest of the yeah, issue. I just all I remember is Starfire. Like. My stance was is like that. I've never seen a picture of somebody being like, "Oh, she's attractive." I've been like, "This is." drawings on a page i've been like that art's beautiful you know when i go into the matrix i'm all in <laughs> yeah i'm, not, I'm not like back you must like the get TV in 100 like yeah. when i i think that's the thing is like when i read something like dialogue or something like that between two people i'm like oh that's good character building rather than being like oh that's a nice thing that batman said so I think, yeah i've never said this <laughs> nice thing that batman said <laughs> <laughs> but you've been you're almost like oh he's a badass i'd be like oh that's nice making the character like a nice uh, thing, the character that I think for me, like okay, Black Canary in my head, it's it's she's no longer an, uh, a drawing. I've filled her in to be more like the thing, what a real say, person would look like. You guys have imagination. I do not. Obviously. <laughs> you guys get sucked in. This is when I go to movies, too. I can't get sucked in on movies. Really? When I go to a movie, I'm always like, that shot's beautiful. I wonder how they set that up. Or like I see an action scene, I'm like, I wonder so how, you break I, it I wonder down how I wonder how they did that stuff. This guy's motherfucking cyborg over here. <laughs> or when Man. I see when I see like like we went to see Hateful Eight and there's dialogue between people, I was like, Oh, I wonder how long <laughs> that took right and i'm like oh it's good dialogue back and forth stuff like that that's why i get scared so easily is because i'm like i'm You're fucking so in it and like even small scares like things that wouldn't even scare like three-year-olds like i jump I'm like, <laughs> that's true when i watch fight scenes i get really pulled into it and i even i mean i'll move with it and i'll jerk with it this when is, i'm watching this it. thing i'm watching daredevil season two and he's fighting the punisher and i was like that's good choreography that's good stunts <laughs> when they're fighting each other and i remember thinking in my head being like alex would think this is awesome yeah but but in my head i'm like God, that those two, that's good uh, fight choreography. I wonder who the fight choreographer is. Mm. That's what I Probably think. Probably the people who do the raid. I would think it's the people who do Arrow, maybe. Could be. Is it filmed in Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah, Every, it might be the same people. Mm-hmm. Arrow has Everything amazing filmed in film Vancouver. fight choreography. Yeah. And you actually are watching Arrow. I like Arrow. First you, episode was good. That first episode was good. It was because, um, you know what? Oliver was in it 75% of the time. And also, like, 
There's not drawn out scenes of the weakest part of that show is and the dialogue's not strong enough to be like me to be involved. The greatest thing about that show is the fight choreography in that first episode. Pretty great. And the flashbacks actually worked with the episode. It wasn't just random fucking shit for 20 seconds and then I was like, I was like, uh, oh, shit, they're actually making it relevant again because there's a part where he breaks his thumb so he can go through the uh, handcuffs. And then in the main part, he does that. And I was like, oh, okay. So, so that's now how that doing. makes fucking sense. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it was really good. Mm. And I'm Flash has been amazing too. Flash is on a different level already, but. Well, no. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, let's move on to something else I can contribute to. But anyways, Green Arrow, Aces, good? Yeah, we said eight. I know. I just got to wrap up Green yeah, Arrow yeah, before I'm, we transition. I'm, I'm getting uh, a message from someone else. Garrett, no one cares about Green Arrow. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm yes. thinking about Black Canary. Eight. Can't it's a top that. 10 rebirth book. It's, I'm not going to drop it anytime soon. Oh, I'm going to say, yeah. Never. I, right now, it's it's really drawing me back in. So, it's yes, I gave it an eight. You gave it an eight. You gave it One of nine. the greatest Green Arrow things I've read in a long time. Same. I mean, that Jeff Lemire thing was good for, like, for me, at least, like, for an arc. And then after that, I stopped reading it because mm-hmm. I, like, didn't care. When his stuff got blown up and stuff like that, which is going to happen in this story where he has to rebuild. And I don't like, right. the, I don't like that kind of storyline. So, maybe we'll see how Ben Percy does it. Right. Yeah, but I'm more excited to see more bears kidnap people. <laughs> so Maybe he'll fight a couple of bears. <laughs> I, w- I would love that. Pull a Zangief. That'd be great. Uh, so next we got Batman number eight, story by Tom King and Steve Orlando, written by Steve Orlando, art by Riley Rosmo, and colors by Ivan Placencia. Do you want to say the Nightwing one, too? We'll just talk about both of them. All right. Nightwing number six, story by Tim Seeley and Steve Orlando, written by Steve Orlando, art by Rohe Antonia, colors by Chris Sotomayor. Um, the Batman one was good for the art story wise. I don't really like it that much. I'm sick of the story already. The Nightwing one story was actually better. like better. Yeah. yeah, I like the Nightwing. It story actually better. progressed to me at Hugo Strange stuff. That I, end, the end reveal of him getting in the Batman face. suit, dude. So now you now you know why he's lifting in that first issue. But the weird thing is that he's getting in Batman when show. I'm watching, he literally said that he was his equal yeah. physically. So. Now we see, you know, he's coming into the Batman suit. There's a lot of things I said last week that are coming into, you Not know, only do you have a steel it. trap, you're a precog. Wait, Civil War? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I, uh, what'd you guys think of it? I oh, gave but, it a 7 out of 10 for both. Batman, I gave a 7. Nightwing gave an 8. I gave both an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I think because I, I read, when I read them, I read them back to back anyway. I did too. And they're, they're nice to read back to back. That was nice having more story for you. And I loved... Uh, Nightwing's mutation, dude. Yeah. He was so fucking cool. <laughs> Is that in Batman? Yeah. Okay. He Maybe shows, he shows up. At, he shows up at the end of Batman. There's one thing I didn't like about Batman, and it's just a nitpicky thing. But there's one scene where uh, Batwoman's fighting Nightwing, Monster Nightwing, and her whole face is like Batman Beyond Black. Yeah. And I was like, I had to keep going back and forth. I'm like, why is her face like this? And I go back to the next panel, and it's back to normal. I'm like. Oh, maybe that was just that's a weird shadow. Weird, weird technique, I think. It was they were they were good. I'm I'm ready for the event to be done and we got our last one to this talk one. about next week. Yeah. So Yeah, that's good. It's like over. But it, it's nice to even see that what is gonna happen in later issues actually is being mentioned now. Yeah. That the creatures the relevance what the creatures are being made from is strange corrupting people and being mixed with Bane's venom. Yes. So it's it's nice to see everything. It did see also together. another spoiler because when I was looking up near Comic Con news, I found something about um, the next arc of Batman, and what was it about? I forgot what it was. But they talked about Night of the Monster Men. Oh, I think it's in this Batwoman thing, and they gave away the ending in the article. 
They're like, oh, they talked about, I won't say what exactly it is, but it is going to tie in more to what the next arc is. So all these things are building. So with the ending to Monster Men they gave away already? When that arc. At New York? Well, they said something to like link it to the next thing. Okay. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I guess we'll figure that out. Well, I did notice too that it's kind of cool that the four um, people, they all represent something about Batman. Batman. Yeah. So that it was actually like a ploy against Batman this whole time. Which obviously we knew it was, but I mean, it it was more deeper than just throwing monsters at him. He should have known that from the beginning, though. Doctor, I mean, uh, Doctor Strange. Batman? Hugo, Hugo Strange. Yeah, no, he should have been like, oh, this is personal for me. No, not necessarily, because you can't, unless you, you couldn't find out their profiles. Like, how would he know that if monsters no, I mean, he should have just you. assumed. He should have been like Alex and like saw me like, ah, oh, it's Hugo Strange, okay. He well, wants I, to fight I, me. I, I know, but it's his those... psyche, though. It's his, it's fear, grief childhood and fatality that's the four things that those monsters are representing i think for me any 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 batman story in gotham batman should always assume it's personal against him no one gives a shit about nightwing no one gives a shit about batwoman it's all about the batman that's what i mean when nightwing nightwing was like uh oh let me go fight him he's like no he wants to fight me yep and nightwing's like well don't give him what he wants i was like well you eventually have to Oh, yeah. he's gonna keep coming. Unless oh, Nightwing can like take him down. Which, well, and the way that Batman does, Batman's very cocky in this, or he's not yet whiny. I, I I got tired of the ridiculousness with the motorcycles in Batman. Okay, there's only so many times that fucking bat bike can can fly into the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been running out of battery for like three issues. So I was that was getting old, and I agree. The way that he Batman was in the issue of Batman. He's he's different kind of chatty. That bothers me. I like Duke and, a lot in that issue. I'm not sure which one it was, but where Duke showed up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he helped he helped them. And he's like, Bam is like, no, you stay in the cave. He's like, I'm not those He's acting like, no, I'm not your fucking Robin. You let me be this, so I'm gonna be this. I do like his even though yellow is very noticeable in the dark. But I do like his costume a lot. Yeah. Does look good. It's got that kind of looks like Bruce Lee. Game of death. Oh, I was thinking it kinda looks like the new Power Rangers outfits. Yeah. Oh, that also because of the helmet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's good. I'm. What do you guys think about the clay face bat suit? Oh, that Fantastic. was cool too. Which one issue was that? That was Batman. I think, I think yeah, that I'm gonna be Batman. Batman. Then. You're There's a lot good, No eight. Oh, I There's think. Like so. moments. I had a at a seven. Yeah, it was good. It was. I mean, I, I did like that a lot. But he does. I hate that it got knocked out. Yeah, so I was gonna easily. say I was he like, oh, one gosh. hit and then he was like, that person like. Yeah, but it wasn't. He got punched. It was that he got electrocuted. I know. So it made him break up. I know, but it's like no, it was no, it was Sonic waves, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. fists. So. I did think it was kind of redundant that Batman had to be inside. Because it yeah, could have just know. been Clayface as a bat thing, punching. Well, maybe he's not uh, good at fighting. Well, could be. Batman was running the ship, just using him as armor. But I, as you see on the end of each page, it says, coming up next, you know, we're actually getting back to our stories. Like, not this. This crossover has been fun, but it's nice to I want to get back to, like, the Raptor storyline in Nightwing and then the... I wanted. To, I just want to see Bane. So badly. Yeah. Michael Jannon, too. I'm excited for well, the yeah. detective to get back to where it was. Yeah. Nightwing and I could... I like how all three of us take. are actually excited for a different thing. You got Detective Marvin, you want Nightwing, and I want Batman. I'm excited for Batman. Oh, fuck you. I'm just saying just Detective. Just go with the one thing you had we'll right talk more now. about Detective later. All right. Green Valley, number one, written by Max Landis. Art by Giuseppe Canacoli. Colors by Jean Frasol. Baluk. Is that how you say it? Baloo. Baloo. Um, beautiful book. Holy shit, good art. Very good. There's a two-page spread when the uh, barbarian's like heading towards him. The colors in this book is really good. Right and Wise too, pretty good. Oh, the comedy in there. 
You know what I, I like about it? Quite a bit. I was expecting them to write it. Like, did I read the same book as you guys? I like, didn't get it. It was good. I just didn't laugh at it. I did get it. I, I think it was pretty well, funny. The first couple of pages, I was dying. When he's like, oh, is that, that helmet's too tiny for your face? And he's like, whatever. And then they and then look like, at the guy, so? come back. He's like, yeah. do you really think it's small? <laughs> he's like, well, no, it feels like it's huge. Um, yeah, that was funny. Well, it started out funny, and then the end, it got really tragic. Yeah, it did. Well, I was going to say was I like that the dialogue is not trying to be in that age like you mm-hmm. know like old time you speak it, it is kind of like a night new yeah, more modern yeah it's modern the dialogue past. which for a while was like wait a second are these guys time travelers or something mm-hmm. and, but then it came up but i did read the last page do you read the last page by max landis the yeah like, where he was like you're not gonna expect what's coming next and i was like oh maybe they are time travelers could be <laughs> because, because they're like they're like famous four nights those four are by the way so, like, I wonder if they have some sort of special ability because how do they beat all those barbarians? Like, all those arrows were hitting towards them and they somehow, like... Yeah, it made me off. think of, like, Jedis just, like, with lightsabers, like, going really fast their lightsaber. It reminded me of Chrononauts when he was from the future and he came back to the past and he was, like, basically their god because he knew so much and had so much technology. And I was like, that's what I thought was going to happen. Mm. But then it didn't happen in this issue, so I wonder if it's going to happen in the future. Or if it's just about knights. I would love it if it's just... I like if it was just about a night story. Yeah. Yes, I know that's what I mean. Like, but that's what the last page bothered me when he's like, "You're not going to spec for what's coming next." I was like, "Just make it about nights that are really good." Well, I might. Well, maybe hopefully, gonna it's going to stay the same setting and everything. Else. Hopefully, just be a different I know. Story. I know. I'm just talking about things that yeah. haven't happened yet. But it is well, Max Landis, and he kind of that's what I mean. He likes to go above and beyond. He can either so. ruin it in the next issue or he can keep going great because I did love that they were just really good at their job. Like yeah. they're really so good at being nights. The way I understood it was almost like, um, what's Thor's group of people? The Warriors five, Warriors four, Warriors three. Sure, yeah, that's right. Because there's actually only three, but Thor hangs out with Plus them. Thor. Okay, that's how I thought it was. Was these Warriors four just kicking ass? They're mercenaries who just do whatever they want. But and they use a lot of like manipulative tactics to scare their opponents. Obviously, they did with the Barbarian King. He's like, because he said that thing like, "Don't make me get off my horse." Oh, he says something about his head. He like he says, "I bet you'll lose your head that I'm right" or whatever. And then he like Left ear. books it. Well, no, that was the first thing. And then the oh. second thing, he's like, "Oh, I bet you'll lose your head after this one." And then the guy just starts booking it, and runs away. But then at the end, they, the barbarians sneak up from the town and take it over in the night, kill his wife. <sighs> I want to know how the or hell that happened. Yeah. How that happened? Because the other guy, was, said, the guy was sleeping at the yeah, top of the tower. The lookout was sleeping. No, I, I got no. I mean, I understand that. I know how they broke in. I don't understand how the fiance got killed. Oh, she had burning arrows. arrows. She had arrows jammed in her. She had burned her face off. Burning look? arrows. I think he just found her in the aftermath and was like, oh, she's dead. You know, I don't pulling, think it happened off some screen. Wolverine claws. You're right, though. It happened off screen. You didn't see it. That's the thing no. that bothered me. That was something that it was. But you did was, see him shooting burning arrows. No, I saw, and I saw the arrows yeah. and I finally figured out what the cover was. It was a burning arrow. I kept looking like mm-hmm. an asteroid. Yeah, I thought it was a spaceship. That's why I was like, oh, these guys are either time travelers or from a different world. I looked at it again, it was a burning arrow. And I got that they were burning arrows. Like, I know the guy mm-hmm. fell asleep and they took over the watchtower. And it just is one of those things that she had like half a dozen arrows in her. Faces burnt off. It's like, oh, oh, she's well past dead. Oh, yeah. Actually, she's still alive, I think, as he's talking, isn't he? Isn't she? Uh, or I is think he she's just... saying her, la- her final words. And then she, oh. when finally the, the barbarian guy comes up, he's like... You shouldn't mess with the fucking barbarian king, barbarian lord. And so I'm just, I'm I'm excited to see this. I, like I enjoyed the book. Book was really good to look at. I hope he dodges uh, to the right, grabs a loincloth. I just figure he's just gonna fuck the sword, throws it down, <laughs> grabs his testicles, rips them off, shoves them in his mouth. Might be a little violent. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm worried about because 
the whole issue, I was like, oh, this is really good, but there's nothing really that's like that different from this book. There's a guy that wants to get out of it and somebody's brought back in. Yeah, that, we've seen yep. that story before, but it's told very well in this issue. Yeah. The, and these guys are like really good at what they do, but there's nothing special about them. But then whenever that last page, I was like, oh, he's going to make us because he's like, this is going to be 100% unique. You've never read a story like this before. And I was like, well, okay. So I'm just curious. That could go two ways. If it's mm-hmm. something supernatural or like somehow they have abilities and stuff like that, I don't think it'd be as good as if they're just really good. Yeah. I think for me, it depends on what their abilities were. If their abilities are they can pull Uzis out of their loincloths, no. no. But I mean, if they're like super strong or have like super senses. I picture them as being immortal. That's the only thing I think. I think they're normal, but they're but, immortal. But that one guy, um, the one with the scar in his face, got stamped through the chest, then stabs the guy behind him. I, so I don't, I, one, I thought he was going to die. I was pretty excited about that. Not that people die, but it's more dramatic. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I I give it a uh, I had what an eight. I gave it a nine. Nine. No. Too good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Not it was good. Your, your I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. The, the two page spread the art was, was really, really good. Nice. You didn't like the art? Art was good, and I guess I didn't. I found the guy whining about his helmet. Their cute little banter back and forth. I found it annoying and tedious, unneeded. It's yeah. funny. It was just yeah, setting up some chemistry. You don't like to laugh? Do I sound like the guy who likes to laugh? <laughs> <laughs> What else do you read? Uh, what else do I got? I got Moonshine number one. I know Garrett and I both got this. Uh, written by Brian Azzarello. Art by Eduardo Rizzo. Um, I thought it was a good issue one. It wasn't one of those issue ones where I'm like, holy shit, like that was fucking amazing. I think it's it's bringing you into the setting. You're getting used to the dialect. Um, you're getting used to uh, the fascination with that world, that kind of 1920s. gangster mafia moonshine era. Um, what about you? What do you think? I I'll I'll get number two to try it to continue on. It was good. I I'd only give it good. I gave it a well. I guess you guys probably think it's better than good if I gave it a seven out of ten. I, I enjoyed it, a, it. Eight. I enjoyed it. I looked forward to getting this book. It just wasn't the what I expected. I know yeah. there's a supernatural Wolf. aspect to it. Yeah, there's definitely a werewolf or something. And I'm excited. For, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, it's nice to see this mix of. FBI agents who got mauled by something that apparently, I'm guessing the main moonshine maker made it's a deal with son. someone. It's his son. Oh, well, remember his son? The guy? I yeah, think it's right. his son because he comes out of the forest like Don't looking, tell dad. Yeah. That's right. And the sister is like really overprotective of him and stuff too. Was, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where mm-hmm. it goes. It wasn't, it's not a pick of the week by any chance, by any oh. reason, but. It was kind of cool getting inside Lou's the main character. Yep. And he's basically a mo- he's not a mercenary, but he's like almost like the boss Joe's guy. Yeah. yeah. He's boss Joe's guy and I don't know if the moonshine maker and Lou and Joe actually had a deal when that was all when the issue was all done, but it sounded like he was threatening him like get the fuck off my land, you don't get shit. That's how I understood it cuz yeah. that he he wanted to make the deal then is it Holt? Yeah, it might be Holt. He goes, uh, I don't I don't need you down here. I don't right. need permission he from... He just wanted to show him the yeah. aftermath of the attack. This, this is what happens like, when someone fucks with me. Yeah. So, take this badge from the dead FBI agent, I assume. Show your boss that this is... And does he tell him to suck his dick after he shows him this? Or... Something like He's like, this is what happens when you fuck with Yeah. Me. So, go back to your boss. Tell him to fuck off. Mm. The last couple of pages where Lou stumbles upon 
like a tribal dance, basically. Yeah, I didn't Don't know really what that know. was. Yeah, I don't know why that ties in. And I, I couldn't tell if Lou was, like, he had a crush on that girl at the end. Or if he was just, like, amazed they were dancing in the middle of the night. I don't know. It seemed almost like a, where slaves would sleep. Mm-hmm. And he stumbles upon this campfire where everyone's dancing around. And go and the one of the guys playing a banjo or whatever goes, can we help you, mister? I want a drink. And that's all it was. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. It, it seemed like a, a not. Maybe they were scared because, yeah, I guess I didn't think about the time period. It's like the white man. Yeah. So it's like, oh, shit, we're fucked. Like, And I think that's what, because the, they stopped dancing when he shows up. So yeah. I don't, and he's a well-dressed white man. So. so yeah, it wasn't a cliffhanger. just kind of ended. So I'm yeah. intrigued. And I liked Risso's art. I yeah. thought it was good for the time period. What I, is Risso very cocky? He does his watermark on so many fucking panels in that book. Like, I saw it, like, four times. Like, the cover, yeah. through two or three panels inside the book, and then, I don't know. I was just like, does he just panel everything, think it's going to be a poster, or what? I don't, I, I think there's certain, like, I know there's certain pages that I've seen people watermark. But, yeah, I, I noticed it was like, it's, it wasn't stand out. Even the art, the art's good for what right. the story is, but it's not something to write home about. What time I, period does this book take place? 1929. There's no slaves. There's mm. always slaves. But no, there's racism. Oh, I thought you said there were slaves. No, I'm just saying it seemed like a slave camp. Oh, yeah. The um, thing about uh, Russo, Russo? Russo. Uh, signing his pages. Some people do that. He does um, a lot. I've seen Manipul do it a couple times. And um, the guy who does art for Goddamn does it like every yeah. other page. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I noticed that, like with Manipul, I noticed that like when there's like a page that looks like it could either be blown up to a poster or like a print or something. But it was like literally there was a panel with three guys walking towards the distillery for the yeah. moonshine. And I was like, it's not really noteworthy. I, I, when you, you bring up Manipole, Manipole is a whole different kind of animal when it comes to art. Like you named as it Gira for Goddamned and Scalped and then Risso. No yeah. offense. Manipole blows those guys out of the water and then out into space when he does his art. I realize maybe it's a specific kind of taste. Yeah, a different kind of style. So. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. How was it? Give it a seven. I got a seven out of ten. you get in it? Yeah, do not hear what I. Were you off in La La Land? I was dude? eating this uh, pepper back here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it a try. Might yeah, definitely want to go to issue two and kind of get more into the story and see because there's still <laughs> stuff unfolding for sure. Um, next, we have Green Lanterns number eight, written by Sam Humphreys, art by Ed Beignets, colors by Blonde. Didn't get it. Um, trick or treat. Yeah, small my feet. It's cool. They go out. Some uh, dementors, right? Dementors. Yeah. So what they're called? From Harry Potter. Dominators. Dominators. <laughs> like, yeah, that's where fuck? it was from. We were talking about Harry Potter before. Yeah. And speaking of Dominators, looks like they're going to be the big bad for the four-way crossover between Arrow, Supergirl, Legends, and uh, Flash. Two of them show up and want to get the Phantom Ring. Yep. Which is uh, powering that anybody can wear. Yep. The or they, have, they just have to have like whatever trait they associate with, I assume, is what they can I think they into. just have all... All the powers. They can switch. Well, I saw the cover for it's green. like one of those pens where you can put any color. I, I think suppose. That's what it is. Could be that, yeah. <laughs> so good. if they get it. It's good. Well, um, in the last issue, they lost Rami, the Guardian, <laughs> and now they're trying to find him. Um, <laughs> he got lost, and conveniently, he got lost so on he Halloween. So he made it for the rest of the episode. I have to read your lips because my ears just popped. <laughs> <laughs> so he made that ring when he was young, being like, fuck you guys, I can make my own ring. Mm-hmm. And then he got older and was like, I got to fucking break this shit. No, this is dangerous. So he learned that that ring is dangerous. I mean, the Guardians did tell him, hey, don't build that fucking ring. We got excommunicated. And yeah. he goes, well, you're out of here, and you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to figure out how to destroy it. 
And he realizes how strong it is now and why it's so dangerous because anybody can use it. Mm-hmm. The ring doesn't have to choose you. You can just pick it up. You can just it. pick it up and put it on. And so he's trying to destroy it, goes to the Green Lanterns, and he's like, the hell's Hal at? He's like, where's Hal? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he's off planet. And they go, we can help you. And he goes, you can fucking help me. Right. <laughs> so like he, yeah, he runs away. And so they go looking for him, trick or treat. Mm-hmm. They find him. They find him. And uh, it, the Dominators then attack. Yes. And basically the Green Lanterns, not perfectly, but they save him. And all these kids. Jess are, was getting better at her powers. Yeah. And I, I was kind of worried. They had a line drop where Rami was like yelling at Jess. was like, you can't even make a construct. And she didn't say anything. I was like, God, I hope they aren't just like ignoring the fact she did in that last arc. Yeah. And then the next page, she made like a prison cell. And he's like, my bad. I did not <laughs> know you could do that. This issue I liked really a lot because narration um, wasn't too, too There's much. like not that many. It used to be like every single panel was some sort of narration and dialogue. And this artist was really strong, yeah. I think, for... Is this the one that's going to be coming no. back? Oh, what's... The regular series artist? Yeah. Uh, Rocha or something like that? Okay. No, but there, at least there was a narration and dialogue in each panel like there was for mm-hmm. like the first few. And now he's learned to just let them talk to each other. You can figure it out. See, what he used to do was they would talk between each other and then he would spell out 100% what they're trying to say in narration boxes, like the person thinking, oh, I'm nervous right now. Oh, I'm having anxiety. And it's like, dude, I know I can tell from the, the way she's acting. Right. But now he's learned to like let her breathe a little bit, which is nice. Like this issue, I like the most out of all the issues. Really? Yeah. Really I don't great. know. I still really like that that uh, buddy cop one and six or whatever. Which one? The end of the first arc. The one between the issues? The one making cookies? That one was really good too. That, I can't remember which one. The one where Jessica makes her construct for the first time. Oh, six. Yeah. Yeah. I love six. I mean, it was good, but I right. mean, there were things that bothered me still about it. And there's mm-hmm. the, the writing wise, nothing bothered me in this issue. This is really strong. I yeah. like this one a lot. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I um, ate. I like that Jessica's getting more comfortable with um, <laughs> Baz's family. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I like that they're better working together too. Right. It's kind of like, you know, how Murtaugh and Riggs and Lethal Weapon, like, first they were just like, yeah, the fucking the work first arc was like it, it was like Lethal Weapon one. They hate each other. For, they like working together, and then now we're in Lethal Weapon two. They're comfortable with each other, but still <laughs> getting each other's nerves every once in a while. I, no I, cop I, colors, though. I would, so sli- I would slightly disagree because it's about halfway through. All right, we're halfway one. through then. Because Lethal Way, because Lethal <laughs> Weapon one, they end up liking each other at the end. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. When, he, when they're getting well, the, shit the end of that first arc, they love each other by the end of when, that. Uh, after Joshua. But well, after the daughter gets kidnapped, that's pretty much cemented their their friendship. When they almost commit murder, of course, everybody's got to die. <laughs> when they're they don't share Spider Man. Is it Mister Joshua? Yeah, Mister Joshua. When they're gonna arrest me, he's like, let them fight. It's like, they're just gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> I'll take I'll I'll take blame for this. Let him watch. <laughs> yeah, let me kill. But him. then the best line in the whole show: break his fucking neck. <laughs> yeah, Which one's the one with the uh, cop killers? Three. Which one's uh, diplomatic community? Two. We're getting there. Close. Nice. I, but, but the next one, it already says he, next uh, arc, the Phantom Lantern. It looks really so good. So shit's going to hit the fan. I haven't seen what Phantom Lantern looks like. We don't know. Oh. It, it's, that's, that's what's so Someone's going to acquire the Phantom Ring. But I guess we, we're left with some guy driving towards um, where Simon Baz and Jessica live and saying, I'm going to go get me that Phantom Ring. Wait, they live together? Well, no, the same area, same okay. town. Okay. Maybe. I don't well, know. They're hanging out. They live on Earth. Well... In order to become Green Lanterns, they have to be by each other because they both share a lantern, so they hang out a lot. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. Oh, so this is friends. Because well, the last weapon. issue, they were making cookies at 
Baz's house. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cookies. cool. It was cookies, right? It was cookies, yeah. So this last two issues were really good. Like, they were doing their, it was kind of like their break issue, but still Rami came in, which is the Guardian's name. Okay. He's the only Guardian left because all the other ones are this dead. This issue? Yeah. This one, in la- he was in last issue too. Yeah, I know. Uh, this one, yeah, it did feel like that's still like that break where there's mm-hmm. nothing huge going on, but there was enough to pull you into the, the story, story being with the uh, Dominators with the Phantom Ring and like this guy coming, which by the way, I did look up and I guess he was in previous Star Extra Green Lantern, but I didn't really? read those. Oh. And he mm-hmm. fought with Jessica or something like that. So Probably has some history with Hal or something. Cyborg number two, written by John Semper Jr., art by Paul Peltier, colors by Guy Major. Um, Man. Well, we're speaking about cutting books earlier. I guess we got one off the top. Yeah, all three of us, I think, are going to drop it. Uh, I, you know what? I wanted to give this book the benefit of the doubt. The art's not that bad in this issue. Um, well, you can't even see the art because there's so much fucking text. There's so much dialogue. Speaking about narration windows in this issue, because they speak each other not without speaking, all over the place. And there's even a part where he starts quoting Shakespeare for no fucking reason, mm-hmm. just to fill space. Putting in robot puns. And I did this, me and Alex talked before the show, we both did the same thing. Halfway through, I was like, I wonder if I could just stop reading now and <laughs> not read the rest. But I did power through, and it was, I mean, it's not what I'm looking for, but also I found it very boring. Yeah, I agreed. I think I was fine with uh, Kilgore and about halfway through, like you said, I zoned out. I stopped caring. You know, for an issue that's basically one action scene. Very boring. Yep. Yeah. Usually I like fight scenes. This was really, really ridiculous. This was like a re- like rhetoric from a villain that lasted the whole book too, though. Yeah. Like and there was action. Talking. Yeah. It's like he never shuts the fuck up. And uh, you're, you're right, though. Like Cyborg should be smart and he seems dumb in this issue. I liked, yeah. I liked Kilgore when he mentioned um, I used to speak robot language. Then I learned every language in the world. And I was like, oh, that, that's cool. And then everything after that was narration blocks as he's talking. And talking. In English. In, in in English. It wasn't even impressive. Like, he was switching it up to see if Victor knew what he was saying. Then when he kidnaps his dad. You're right. He's, like, challenging him physically, but not mentally. Like, he can do both right. at the same time. He's literally fighting Cyborg and his dad at the same time. When he keeps telling him, oh, I can, I can do electricity stuff, I can do this, then just fucking kill Victor. <laughs> Instead of talking... This is kind of like uh, Van Helsing. No. Well, he did. He did. Yeah, Van Helsing. I, I don't Van think he Van wanted Helsing. to kill him, though. He did want to just like challenge him and like try to show him being like, we robots got to stick together. And Cyborg was like, no. Well, first off, he's not 100% a robot. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, back off a little bit. But yeah, you're right. Like he should have challenged him mentally, been like speaking in different languages and keep him off his game by making him think while he's fighting. But no, nothing. Just a big dude the, fighting. The almost things at the end, though, there's like a clone of his dad. Oh, yeah. His dad's caught in one place, but I mentioned to Alex before the show, Cyborg literally does like a bio scan of his dad. He's like, that's all fucking good. Let's go. Come on, dad. He's I'm like, like, he's like, please be alive. Don't have a heart attack or something like that. And he's like, oh, he's good. Yeah. Was, that, so now I, I didn't think about that. It does, a, does an organic body scan and doesn't notice that he's not human. I yeah. assume he's not human. Or he's, if he was a robot, you'd know for sure. Yeah. Even if he's a clone, though. Sh- you should know some sort of difference or something. But yeah, I mean, like that last point at the end, I read that and was like, okay, well, it's like a twist for what reason? Yeah, I, I you didn't, didn't see, earn that twist clip, throughout the issue. So. No, I was like, you earned, you didn't earn that this issue. And I don't know. I just didn't feel interested. I'm not going to get any more. Well, the next arc was called Mind Maze. And I'm like, well, I'm already fucking in a maze. Wait, that was issue. one arc? Huh? These two issues? Well, I don't know if it was an arc. Well, it says next Mind 
maze. Maybe yeah. it's still part of the first arc, oh. but I don't. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to find out what happens to his dad. Hopefully, you know, he does. We well. were saying before the show, it's a shame because I wanted a cyborg book. Mm-hmm. I wanted something with cyborg. In Justice League is not. He's not good in that. He's not good in his own book. They're just playing to a stereotype. They're not trying anything new. That jazz scene in that first issue was really good, and I thought that's what we would get something low-key about exploring if he's a robot or a human like over his humanity and then right after he leaves that jazz club it's been a fight scene ever since and and not a good fight scene no not good at all i mean i would have liked it just to been like the first part of it they fight and then the rest can be something else but you waste the whole issue can i ask what you guys graded it at i gave it a four i gave it a three i only give it a four because the art was actually still good it's just the dialogue and the story itself was just stupid I, five. Art, art was fine. I wasn't impressed with no, it. No, four. Is that, it, to me, it's, gonna be, it's even less than what would normally be an this, average book. You know what? I'm going to. Yeah, four. It reminded me of Justice League. Like, there's way too much explanation of what's going on and too much dialogue, like, boring. But I at least knew what was going on 100% of the time when Justice League got an area what was going on. Mm. But it's like I knew what was going on and I didn't care. That's the thing is, I, I wasn't in this book. I was just like, whatever. You can't have. I mean, Cyborg was a guy that you need to build from the ground up. You need to get into that book and show me why I should care for him. And you can't have two issues in already being like he's fighting. Oh, he's, he's going to die? He's not going to die? I don't care at this yeah. point. There's nothing connecting. Like, he's questioning if he's even human at all. And we've barely gotten a taste of that before. It's like, oh, yeah, well. That's like the greatest part. The thing that wanted me to keep reading this book. Mm-hmm. Explore that. And then earn a fight scene where I care about if he's going to die or not because we've explored his humanity rather than two, like not even two issues, the fir- end of the first issue. He's ready to all, let's get into a fight. Well, I think that writer, you know, he used to write for animated TV. Maybe that's the animated TV you know, coming in where he's like, oh, big fight. When episode. I was, yeah, when I was reading this issue, I thought that I was like, I bet you anything on TV this reads better because all that dialogue, you can do that while fighting and like I don't have to actually read that. Mm-hmm. And you can, it doesn't cover up this, the page like you said. So you can make it like, Fluid. The art, yeah, very fluid and stuff like and But no, I not good. Well, I, I never got into the book. I was always just like, I got to read it just so I can talk about it. I wasn't enjoying this, so it's all. I'm I'm done with it. Yeah, I'll, actually, when I was mentioning earlier in the show, we'll probably end up replacing it with uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. Because I, I enjoyed that, and I got out just because of the we got off. That was one of the books that we dropped just for money. We're like, we got too many books. I don't know why. No, I dropped it because it was part oh. of the Secret Wars tie-in. I didn't oh, that's true. Me too. I didn't give a shit about that. But then I heard that in six they actually acknowledge it and don't give a shit. But about I took that either. as an out to be like I could drop this now and save some money. Yeah. Now but I want to go back and get it. I want to go back and get it too. Yep. I can drop Cyborg and save some money. So, but now we'll go it's into something a little dollar, bit better. <laughs> uh, Paper Girls number ten, written by Brian K. Vaughn and uh, art by Cliff Chang. This is one of my favorite issues. This is a really That's great issue. Good. Very good. So instead of going to the future world, which they teased, I thought that last week or whatever the last issue was, I was like, oh, they're going to be in the future now. No. I'm so glad they didn't. He, uh, future Aaron, uh, attacks old Aaron. Yep. So, pro present Aaron, present Aaron and, and her friends knocked her into Tiffany, that portal to the future. Her. And she, she had to translate her off. So she, you can understand what she was saying, goes through the portal and then, um, they, they just, close it. they close it. And then her sister comes old Aaron, sister, sister comes in the helicopter and they're going to go, okay, we're going to get you through that portal. Yep. And you're going to go back to a different portal to, a different portal mm. to go find your friend, CJ. Yep. So they get up KJ. in the helicopter. KJ. KJ. They get up to the helicopter. Portal's there. It's like, you got to jump in there. And they're like, you got to fucking jump? And they're like, 
maybe either we jump or we die either one and then that monster crazy thing the weird eyeball octopus the eyeball looks like ipads then they're their tentacles oh, I, yeah. I always I look like know. eyeballs to me okay i think everything like is apple kind of so that's why that was ipods okay. like the old ipods the original ones right like that huge thing yeah um started attacking the helicopter she's like it's now or never they jump in i guess technically old aaron and her sister adios well it seemed to be, it seemed to be because the present young uh aaron asks uh was it mrs T- miss ting the older yeah. Aaron, are you gonna? Aren't you coming with us? She goes, no. Uh, what's the sis- the sister and I need to stay here Missy to help Yoke. other people, yeah, who might come through. So it was kind of nice to see them sacrifice themselves because obviously the helicopter is going to explode. Well, I don't know. They, we might run into them again. It might be like they pop up some issue, like oh my well, god, if they you guys fix live. the past. Hopefully, yeah, or something. So, but it's nice to see them when they go into the past. They run into KJ, and I thought Tiffany was lost. <laughs> Finds out she actually fell in the water. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, thank God we fought each other. And then he zooms back, and the mountain has sketched into it. What was sketched? It, some it looked like creature, some, yeah, creature yeah. holding. A demigod holding the apple symbol. Yeah, holding the apple symbol. Hmm. And then in a arc. Now, when did we last lose Cage? KJ. Beginning of the arc. Four. Four? Yeah. Because I was going to say, I'm kind of getting that thing with like, you know, Strange, I haven't, you haven't seen Stranger Things with you, but like with Will. Yeah. It's like, he's definitely going to be in that show for past season one, but like, I don't consider him part of the main group. And like, KJ's been gone for so fucking long that I'm just like, I don't really, who the fuck are you? I think for I me, I never, I never forgot who KJ was because they talked about I remember because she went missing, but I was like. But I know what you mean though, like they've built a trust between each other and KJ, KJ hasn't been there. because yeah, then That's she like, like, when she saw Aaron, she's like, why the fuck are yeah, you Yeah, why is she here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then they are, they're actually on a break now until March, I believe. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. I so, there's that. a break until some. Cool. I, can, I can never read that letters page. Oh, I I, it's, it's, it's so like fucking, I'm so confused all the time. I don't read any letters pages, so it doesn't matter to well, me. You but I, I used to miss. I, I know, I, but this one, they set up like a actual paper man sending letters back. It and was forth. a paper boy, not a paper girl. Paper girl, yeah. Where they talk to the audience at, in character and people write in and talk to her as she's a real person and they oh, talk back and forth. So it's weird. not Brian Kivon. It is Brian Kivon, I think, but it's not. But they know, don't even talk about the book that much. They talk about no. like when I was I doing my paper girls. out when I was a kid. You know, I read that letters page and I was like, God damn, Brian Kivon is also not also good at writing comics, but he's also great at building a community. Because like in Saga, people all the time give him like fan stuff and like, there's a huge community built around liking that book, and that's what he's doing with Paper Girls, oh. like talking back and forth, and making it fun for people hmm. to be involved in the book. I suppose. But you're right, though. Like, I would like to have one page of legitimate break Yvonne to be like, "Hey guys, mm-hmm. next arc is not till when," rather than reading on the internet, be like, "Oh, he's on a break." Oh, it wasn't yeah. in the book; it was no. somewhere else. Right. Okay. Because I wouldn't have gotten that. I should look all. up and see when it's. Would you guys give it? Give it an eight. Nine. Of course. I give art it eight. Sh- you know what? I love Cliff Chang. It's great art. That art. Oh, I, I love the art and I love the story. I didn't get my Zeppelin action, though. What happened to that? I got yeah. teased. I mean, they're in the Zeppelin, but I didn't get to see it again or see it in action. Yeah. I wonder why they're taking a break. I wonder if Cliff Chang is doing something for another book. I think Brian Kavon just does that with his books. He I does just, it with Saga. He takes breaks. Um, just to kind of build suspense for the next issue. Just to give him a chance to catch up. Because that way he can stay on track. Kind of like yeah. what, Rick, Rick, what Rick Remender does. Gives mm-hmm. his artist a chance to catch up. Rick usually, like does like 12 ahead and then he then before they even put one out he's already done 12 issues yep. yeah all right last book we're going to talk about today superman number eight well not if i may not last i got two other books i wanted to mention oh go ahead no no after you do superman oh okay 
Superman number eight, written by Patrick Gleason and Peter J. Tomasi. Art by Doug Mankey. Colors by Will Quintana. Boom. I kind of liked it. It was really, really good. good. Very interesting. It reminded me of uh, DC Presents because it takes place, uh, part of it takes place on uh, Dinosaur Island. Right. And uh, we can talk about it in a little bit here, but that last page, oh, for Darwin Cook because yeah. he had his story based on Dinosaur Island and like yeah, his uh, sergeants left New Frontier. Thing. That's yeah. what I was, that's it's, what I meant. It's DC a not New Frontier. The whole thing is basically not to Darwin Cook being like, mm-hmm. kind of like them being like, you know, thank you, Darwin Cook. It's really good though. The whole issue, I like, uh, Superman as a dad. Yeah. Like Father's son dynamic. He tells a dad joke, made me laugh. <laughs> he uh, really wants to protect his son, which is like people for years have been like, how do you make, I mean, we haven't, but people who are outside of comics who don't go see Superman movies because they're like, he's invulnerable. What I care, he can't get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So it's smart for them to be like, introduce his son who can get hurt. I mean, I guess we, at this point, don't know how much, but we do know he doesn't have the same 100% abilities. He's half human. And for this issue, for him to be, like, worried about his son getting hurt, adds a dynamic to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to care about. Like, I'm worried for him losing his son. Yeah. Like, like, when he was falling, because he thought he could jump. It adds a sense to being like, because remember I said before, I know Superman's not going to die, unless mm-hmm. it's like, they'll announce that before he even happens. Right. But, like, in this, I'm, like, worried that something's going to happen to his son. Mm-hmm. And so... It's nice to have a Superman book with like that kind of dynamic, and also like the the relationship that they have now, where he's trying to teach his son how to be a good hero. It's really nice. I like it a lot. Has a lot of humanity. If I may, I've I've yet to have that fear that John is going to die since John is in his. He's going to die. No, I know one but, day, but he's in his own book. Why that hasn't been he's released. Die? No, not I mean not in this issue. I mean he can't get hurt. We've seen that before, right? But eventually, John's going to give himself up and have to fight. You know, it's and die. it's the cynical me thinking that they always revert their comic their characters back to how they were. Like Batman, we went through fifty issues of Batman, and then he basically reverted to how he was before that whole series started. Yeah, right. I suppose so. That's what's going. I think is going to happen with Superman. We're going to get this whole story about him and his family, and then one day Someone's it all goes gonna away. Die. Yeah. So oh, that's why in my head I'm like, oh, he's going to die eventually. Mm-hmm. So, but I like I like it now. Like it's like, but else he can get hurt. Yeah. So he might not even die. He might get hurt. So you're worried for this kid that's just trying to be like his dad and trying to help people. And he gets a little too into it like he did that part trying to fight the dinosaur. Well, I like, but I like that John's priority is to protect Crypto, who is more than fine. He's Isn't he got the same powers as Superman yeah, or he's is invulnerable? Krypton, Krypton DNA or whatever. So he I did like, get eaten. But he's, he gets, he's gotten eaten. <laughs> but I like that they when they mentioned it. John goes, you, you have this knack for getting eaten by stuff. And it's nice to see that how much John cares about this dog who can't be killed. That's one of the best things I love about the series, that Crypto's in it. That's what I mean. That's the good thing about this. They all care for each other. Yeah, it, yeah it's this it's big, big loving family, family get out. Of course, they leave Lois at home like usual. No, well, I guess they, they didn't got mean there to. Yeah. yeah, so they didn't yeah. mean to. They were building the some sort of, what were they building? It wasn't a teleporter, but it was some... It became a teleporter. It was his uh, John Science Project. It was. Uh, I have to admit, I, I gave it a 7 a out of 10, saucer. not because I didn't like it. It was just... it was 7? I gave it a 9. 9? Really? Solid. I didn't think it was as good as seven, but no. it was still really was like up seven, there. Seven, seven was, was really nine. good. Yeah. To me, this is this. And is... I did confirm the artist for seven is the artist for Super Sons, and now they just announced at New York Comic Con really? that, that Peter Tomasi is going to write the book. So yeah. if you like the issue seven, I that's love what Super Sons is going to be. See, I don't know. Who, I know there's going to be a different team doing Super Sons, but I am so glad it's Peter Tomasi. Like I think that's a great call by DC that he's what writing. Do you mean different team. It, originally, it was going to come out 
October this month, Super Sons was, okay. and it was going to be two uh, a different team. Oh, I see. You, no, no it's right. always been this artist. No, what? It's well, always been the artist. Whatever the writer they, they was. They never different. had a writer announced. Yeah, they did. It was like, uh, I saw it. it I was, think the artist was going to write it, too. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Well, we can still. go back to that press conference and see, but, but I'm pretty sure I saw bringing Peter in though. I think is a smart move. I mean, well, they must have worked with each other in issue seven, and then he must have been like, "Oh, you want to write?" Because it's like I like right. how we worked out. So I'll, I'll, I'll get. I wasn't going to get Super Sons. I'll probably get it now, knowing uh, that Damien, you're going to a lot. You're getting a lot of Bat Dad, Super Dad, helping their sons, and also their and then their the chemistry together. So I think it's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of comics I like. Where yeah. it's just like just like uh, having fun. Like he's teaching his son how to be a hero. Dinosaurs. You know, nothing too like serious. Dinosaurs. I mean, I do like serious comics, but like this, I like for Superman, this is like where he's the best. Yeah. Right. You're using he's his lighthearted. Yeah. He's uh, caring for his son. He's, because I don't like seeing that dark brune Superman who like we got from the new 52. And this is the right. guy who like, you know, even if this wasn't his son, if this was a different kid, he would still act the same way. Yeah. But this is his son. So it adds a different layer for him of that fear. More being personal. Like, being yeah. like, I don't want him to get hurt because out of fear, like, this is my son. And Crypto, too. That guy's been I love when that dinosaur opens his mouth and Crypto's just there, just like panting. Like, <laughs> I like how he broke up, his guys? teeth. Huh? Looks like Crypto's breaking his teeth out. Oh. As it finally lands. Art's like, really good, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah, well, Doug Mankey, I think this issue was way better with him than it was the last time. He was on Action Comics before. And yeah, you're right. This yeah. one looked better than that. But then also, kind of, can I. It could have been like colors or nothing. Yeah, good combo with the colorist, I think, for sure. But yeah, I gave it a nine, and I'm just loving the series like no other. I'm I'm actually excited for when I actually have a 10 out of 10 to give you guys, because lately I've just been given. Yeah. You did it like two weeks ago. Maybe next week. We, there's a better chance. There's way more books. Than <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of books I actually like there's a some, lot. Uh, there's a new number one, so we'll see. What? Rebirth? Reborn? Oh, I thought Rebirth. No, it's not. It's already came out. Okay, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. I want to give a 10 out of 10, but I can't just give a 10 out of 10. You have some other books you want to talk about? Yeah, well, Cage came out last week. I don't remember who did the art, but I know that it's the creator of Tunch, Samurai Jack, right? Tunch Kakowski or however you say The guy who did Samurai Jack. Yeah. It's yeah. actually really good. Yeah. I laughed a lot. It was nice. It was Mini drawn. series, four issues. Yeah. It was drawn out to be just this, you know. It, it, Does it take place in the 70s? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's Cage when he was Power Man, but they call him Cage? Yeah. Okay. So, um,. What's the story about? Is it just like uh, I saw he's play basketball? I saw he plays basketball. He does play basketball. <laughs> breaks the uh, the hoop. I gotta think what the whole story really is about, though. It's just him going out into the town. It's just like a fun story. Yeah, really. The, yeah, he runs into this group of bad guys. There's like Mister X. There's uh, Chemistro or something. Big Bertha or Big Black Mar- uh, Black Mariah. She's in it. Who's huge? Like it was just it was a fun book. It was fun to see this character, a character I don't know much about. Yeah, do this stuff. And to be put in the 70s and drawn to that weird, he does obviously does upper body workouts, has no leg muscles. <laughs> and uh, I was actually going to bring up for you and I to talk about Deadly Class since we didn't get to talk oh, about it. Oh, I didn't read it. Fuck you. Not <laughs> it talk- wasn't on the list, so I didn't read it yet. Well, I know we mentioned last week we talked about it. So. Oh, I, th- I meant when 23 comes out. Well, fuck you. <laughs> well, I, re- I, read I can read it, it for next week. We really I, can, I can reread it. It was good. I'll reread it again for 23 so we can just talk about it all together. I'll bring it up next week. Less. No, we'll see. Um, yeah, those are the books for they have this week. Uh, good week. I mean, solid week. I didn't have that many books, but next week though, crazy, very crazy. Yeah, it'll um, be review nation next week. That's probably all we will do next week is do reviews. Probably. I mean, because originally when I brought it up, there's about twenty books for us to talk about, and I cut it down to about eleven, twelve. Oh, really? 
Yeah. We'll I'll, we'll I'll send, send you, us the full list. I'll first, send you the full we'll, list. We'll because it. We'll prime it. What do you call it? Prune it. Jesus. <laughs> we can prime it. Uh, <laughs> I did put a question for you guys just right now on the air. Do you want to do clone conspiracy or is that more just me reading it? I you read that it? today. I got it. Did you read it? No. I read it today. Your brother said it. So do you want to talk about it? I'll put it on the list. Oh, for next week? Yeah. Yeah, you should. Okay. I think it's great. Okay. It's Marvin, got to pick it up. No, no interest. Really? Uh, you don't have an interest in the Spider-Man book? Do you not like Spider-Man? I don't like Dan Slott. Well, he doesn't like you. No one likes this Dan is like, but actually, Hopefully, it's the culmination of his entire saga, but <clears> probably not. But What are you doing? You're going to read something? No, this is for our oh. next segment. Next segment, top five, is brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. It's the definitive online source for all things Swamp Thing, featuring books, collectibles, news, and a comprehensive chronology of Swamp Thing. Visit RootsOfTheSwampThing.com for all things Swamp Thing. I love Swamp Thing, by the way. I was checking out his site. It's really good. I don't know enough about him, but I'm going to find out on this website. I'm hoping in the second wave we get a reverse Swamp Thing. Right now, he's kind of buddying up in Constantine. Yes, yeah. We'll get him there. Top five this week. We're going to talk about our top five rebirth books. I believe all the first wave books came out. Yeah, those are all out. We got a second wave coming out early next year, February. But these have been the first wave, so we thought we would talk about top five. In order, my number one is my number one. Yep, I agree. So should we start at five, each doing one at a time? So. Uh, Garrett, number five, what do you have for your top five rebirth? For my number five slot, I put Aquaman um, by Dan Abnett. Um, I've I read the Jeff Johns Aquaman run in New 52. Other than that, I didn't really know much about him except for like animated movies or like the Justice League arc where it's like the throne of Atlantis. But um, reading this story from Dan and, you know, art like Brad Walker's art is pretty good. I know some other artists, but. Um, I love the dynamic between the water and land, uh, especially with some cameos from like Superman. And then there's a lot of politics involved. So um, I've been definitely loving this since the get go. Yeah, it's really good. I like it a lot. Not in my top five, but I dropped good. it after rebirth issue. You did? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been getting it. He hasn't been getting it. Oh, God, you're That's missing which, out. It was one of those books that I, I kind of wish I was getting. But at that time, I was thinking, oh, I can cut books. Now look mm. at me. Gives a shit. 50 bucks a week? Do it. Alex, top five? Number um, five? Now, I know we've only had a rebirth issue of this, but I put Teen Titans. And a big reason for me is it's got Beast Boy in it. Teen Titans by Ben Percy and, and formerly by John Boy Myers. <laughs> John Boy Myers. I, um, that first rebirth, I think we talked about, was it last week? Yeah. yeah. It was actually really good. Really I agree. It was a nice, nice intro into these characters, giving an idea of who they are, what they feel. It's kind of, I don't know, it was, it was a nice, refreshing take and i haven't seen beast boy in anything since i know he was in ravagers and he was in he was in the teen last titans. volume of teen titans yeah before and, I, and i dropped that but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get into it it was it's a nice setup yeah. for a story i like and the damien's cliffhanger yeah it was awesome <laughs> um before i name a number five i have an honorable mention because it was only one issue i didn't feel it was enough to put on the top five but trinity no, that's on, that's on the top three. Oh, okay. That's on this list. <laughs> yeah, mine um, too. So Honorable mention, I put Trinity. But number five, I have Deathstroke by uh, Chris, Christopher Priest. What? Deathstroke? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, t- I'm playing footsie with Garrett right oh, now. Okay. I'm not touching your I thought, foot. I thought I said it wrong for a second. That's your foot. <laughs> that's your foot, you lamos. My feet are... <laughs> um, Deathstroke, I think, has been really good. I really like it a lot. Talking back to what I said, I really like fun comics. This one, though, is really serious. But also, like, it's... Um, unlike any other DC book that I'm reading right now, I think I like the way that it's the story's being told, not chronological, 
it's not a nonlinear story. Um, like the chapter breaks. It's, I don't know, something about that book. I don't know what it is. I haven't held it down yet, but something about that book I really like a lot. It's very different than the rest of the DC Rebirth books. Also different from, I think, Deathstroke we've been given for the last three years. Not really all about action, but more about him as a mercenary and what are the consequences of him just killing people. And his reasoning behind it, too. Yeah. I think issue was a four. This is five, just came out today, right? Deathstroke? Yeah. Four. Force today, yeah. Okay. yeah. So issue three actually was the strongest issue of Deathstroke. I thought that was my favorite. It was too. nice to see Ravager, his his dad side of him. Like I like right. how I like how family ties is a big thing in Batman and Superman, and even down with Deathstroke, a guy that yeah I knew had a daughter, but wasn't a uh, didn't see him as the the papa figure. I like it a lot. Number five though for me. No, no, I heard I heard the I heard the number number five. Garrett number four. My number four is Green Lanterns. I've been loving this book since the beginning. Um, at first, you know, I was kind of worried. Everyone was worried because of Sam Humphreys. And I got to give it to the guy. He's doing a great job with this book. Doing good. Um, I've seen, Also, don't get this book. <laughs> I know. I, I think this is one. I think me and Marvin both agree that you would love this book. Top ten for me. Yeah. I didn't reach in the top five, but it's there for me. It's really I think good. just for me, it's just like the buddy copness of I always love like the closeness between if it is a team book, like they're actually being a team. The book had a lot of things for me personally going against it. I didn't like Sam's writing before. Mm-hmm. I was not interested at all in a Baz Jessica story. I didn't know nothing about them, but also I was like, I, I want to learn about the green lanterns that I know, not these two other ones that I don't know. Right. Um, I believe, what is it? Wish you one or two where I complain so much about the art. It was, I thought it was horrible. So a lot of things going against it, but then I kept with it. I think three or four is where it really hit its stride. Yeah. And then now I think it's really, really excellent. It's been getting Last good. Issue. I think every issue has been pretty good. And um, I think, you know, Jessica's very afraid of everything. Simon's very cocky about everything. So they're they're like opposites. But that's why they're such a good team is because like they're different parts to a whole. Um, and they're, you know, they just have fun. They're starting. I like that they're actually liking each other now at first. They're always just like, guys, just fucking annoying having to deal with you. The other Green Lantern book is more of like a space opera. Well, this one we have more just of a sci-fi action story. So right. I think it's really fun. Yep. Great book. Alex, number four. My number four is Detective Comics. Written by James Tinney in the fourth. Eddie Burrows on art. Sometimes. Sometimes. Although I forget somebody else who can very good is. But we have the Bat family. I was apprehensive about liking... Detective Comics. You didn't due, like it at first. No. Do the fact I don't I don't like Batman on a team other than Justice League. But then I warmed up to these are all people that he's had close ties with who are not the standard Bat family that I know. So it's nice to see and actually I guess uh Carlo's not really Bat family, but Clayface is, he is has now. kind of been adopted. And yeah. it's I don't know. Even in this Monster Men compilation, it's nice to see that they do work well as a team. Yeah, I'm surprised that when Clayface first joined the team, I was like, ah, he'll be on the team for like three issues and then he'll betray them yep. and then the, he won't be on the team. But he actually really works well with them. He calls Batman boss. Yep. I, I like, actually, I think Clayface is probably my favorite character other than I like his, Batman. Yeah, I like him being on the team. Yep. He adds a different layer to that team being like he doesn't have to be with them, but he wants to, I think at first he wanted to, to become human yep. to lose those powers, but now I think actually he's growing to be friends with these guys and like, like being on the team and like, um, James Tinian is, I think very good about making these people feel like the actual characters rather than just one person. So Batwoman, all these people like that Batwoman in this book really does feel like that Batwoman. I used to read when Greg Rucka wrote her. 
and all these characters have their own unique voice and they work well on a team and RIP. I think, like, Tim Drake, yeah. but I think the nice thing is that he's actually taken two characters that are not well established, at least from the new 52. You've got uh, orphan and spoiler spoiler. So it's nice to see that we're even trying to add these characters, give them a little more spotlight and to, I know that detective comics, I think is supposed to lean towards more orphan. I know at least in the next arc. Really? Good. That's why I've seen I like it a lot. Um, I don't know. I think the main thing for me that had solidified it being top or at least, yeah, top four. Yeah. Was issue, uh, nine forty. Oh yeah. When I saw that Tinian could write a, uh, an actual heart gripping tail and yeah. end, I was like, Holy shit. To build the arc to that this finish. Is, this book is real. Like we were talking about before, like that finish he earned my building to it throughout these issues. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And then like the last two, like he got serious and then we got the heartbreak of nine forty. Yeah. And so, it really worked out well. I've enjoyed it and I'm, I, like I, won't, it a lot. I won't be dropping it. Oh no. no. Have you read Batman and Robin Eternal? Did you read that before? No. There's a lot of orphan in there. A lot but, of her backstory. And but if I may, Batman and Robin Eternal was shit. Compared to compared, Batman compa- Eternal. Compared to Batman Eternal was fantastic. Once but you I got think, past like the first eleven issues, it was solid. But the orphan beats in it I think were really well. Marv, yeah. what do you got for number four? Number four I have Superman by Tomasi and um who Tomasi and uh, Gleason. Gleason. Sometimes art by Gleason, sometimes by other people. Mm-hmm. I think this is the definitive Superman book out of oh, all the New 52. For sure. It definitely Rebirth. is the super... What did I say? You said New 52. Rebirth. <laughs> well, you brought it up and I got it in my head. Yeah. Um, I think this is the Superman when we talked about way long time ago. Might have been issue one, episode one of the show. Um, Superman that I like is not about beating people with his fists, but like being down to earth, being that boy scout. And now he has the different dynamic about the family, the family going into this, that Lois and Clark thing that Dan Jurgens wrote before new rebirth, um, started was really great. And like, I wanted to see where that story went and that this book feels like that's the continuation of that. And Tomasi and Gleason have been doing great at the dynamic between the family, but also like telling compelling stories and fun stories. Yeah. The one at the farm was the farm. The fair was the best one. Oh, I agree. I think. And then now this New York like feels like it's they've hit their stride since then. I think this one like continues that greatness. Mm-hmm. And this book I don't see me dropping anytime soon. I think oh. it's really great. Yeah, agreed. Three? Three. I give it to Trinity by Manipole. Well then I'm just gonna voice in I also give is it, it number three. three. I mean dual threes, huh? Yep. It was I it was only issue one. Art was fantastic. And I just love, like, I wish Manipole was doing the Justice League book. Because getting that dynamic between Bruce, Clark, and uh, Diana in this one issue, including Superman's family, like, these are the same characters thrown in Justice League, minus, like, Cyborg and Flash and Green Lanterns. And it's so good. Like, so character-rich. To me, this this is the super family book. Yeah. I mean, it... Superhero family book. And I liked like Bruce and Diana were having a little flirty conversation because, you know, pre-New 52, it wasn't it wasn't Supes and Wonder Woman. It was Batman and Wonder Woman that had a thing for each other. Of course. And then uh, yeah, what else? Yeah, it's just a I, great I book. I think a part of it for me in Trinity is I, I love Francis Manipal. I think I wish that guy would have stayed on Flash because I never would have dropped Flash. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I even like the... 
I don't want to say innocence of John, but even John being in the story, he uses x-ray vision, blows blow, through the door, yeah. and blows Bruce and Diana off the porch. Mm-hmm. It was just it's it's one of those books that it, after I got done reading, I felt really good and I felt really connected to these characters. Oh, agreed. I think what this book does best is it feels very serious, but it's not dark and brooding. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of comics when they have to be serious, they think that to be dark and brooding. But it it's lighthearted. It, the colors are like very vibrant. bright and vibrant rather than being dark. And you could, like you said, you get John like uh, moments that are f- of. Uh, not hilarity, but like honestly, you know, but it, for me, it was, it was innocence and it was it was kid related. It yeah. wasn't, but even like Batman's like I don't really want to be here right now. Or like when he has to wear that uh, flannel, <laughs> yeah. he's like it's like red and green. He's like fuck this. And then also like he felt like him and Wonder Woman are really good friends, and now they're meeting a guy who they want to be really good friends with, but they're not sure about who he is. And I like all that fell off the page. Like I got that right away. Well, and even Lois and Wonder Woman settled the yeah. the hatchet there, going, hey, you know. And my and where I came from, I loved him, but I see him with you, and I know you two love each other, and it's I'm not I don't want to be in the way of that. Yeah, so you kind of like reset it, and now we're gonna have uh, adventure in the barn. See what's yeah. going on in that barn. Oh, that sounds really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was what was in that barn? Like a, we don't know. It looked like a past there. thing, though. Like a portal to the past. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for this book. Yeah. Number three for me, Batman by Tom King. Hmm. Art by depends Finch. Finch did the first arc, uh, and now we're gonna have Janin. Janin coming up. But I thought I really liked that first arc a lot. I know you like you had your reservations about the like, Gotham Girl, but I really liked her a lot. And I think I, I really like Tom King a lot too. But like mm-hmm. this book, I think I like when when uh, Zach no, Zach Scott Snyder Jesus. was ending the New Fifty Two, which was the best New Fifty Two book. Yep, and like what the. 50 issues, 52 issues. Did he do 52? He didn't do 52. He, 52 was Tinian the fourth with so Ross. 51 issues. Oh, and there was a couple of annuals, so whatever it was, mm-hmm. of Scott on a run that was great. Even when it was less than great, it was overall so great. So good. I give that overall a 9 out of 10. The yeah. whole, whole series. There's probably like one, two hit or misses, but even like the misses or any other book would be like an eight or nine. Yeah. So to go from that to go to a new person, you're always worried, right? I mean, the same thing happened when Morrison was off the book, and you're like, oh, we're going to get Scott on there now? Yeah, he did one good arc, but I don't know how he's going to be. So we get this arc, and I think it feels very different than Scott's, which you have to do. Mm-hmm. But I think also like it's very excellent. And the Night of the Monster Man, even though it's a different type of story than he's trying to tell in that main book, I think it's still good. In the next two arcs, like the way he's setting these up to like build on each other, even though they're smaller arcs, I think it's a good thing to do because Scott was all about the long arc with like 10 issues each or something like that. On average, yeah. So you would take a whole year to learn a story. So Tom knew like, I'm going to come in here, have three to four issue arcs and just have them build on each other. They don't have to be the whole thing. So we got Gotham Girl, Gotham, Night of the Monster Men. Then we get I Am Suicide, I Am Bane. And I just think overall the book feels different but it's still really excellent i really like it a lot i think the nice thing about it, most of the rebirth books is that they're two times a month so you're not you're not waiting a month to get your book yeah that's true also. that's one thing about the the arcs being so much faster is that they seem fast because we're getting an arc done almost a month and a half that's true i guess i didn't think about that we're getting if it's four issues in two months you're done yeah, yeah. rather than like scott it took a whole year to get through just get arc. through 10 issues yeah and mm-hmm. that's if something didn't happen i don't know if you didn't like it 
then you started feeling fatigue. Yep. Or not even like like I said, it would always be Batman was one of those books when Scott was writing it that we really talked about because it was always really great. And I remember I think we discussed this before was like, oh yeah, it's good, but like it's not different than it was last month. Yep. There's nothing like exciting about it. It's always just good. There are there are standout issues from Scott Snyder's that were a ten out of ten that I remember. Because yeah. there's something was something great happened, or just the writing was that superb. But like, overall, yeah. it it rode on coattails that it really didn't change from issue to issue. There were yeah. certain arcs that were really. And good. I think it was hard to do that because if you have a twelve issue arc, nothing's really going to change that much between one issue. You have yeah. to actually read the whole thing to be like, oh, okay. That was one of those mm-hmm. books that you got as a trade. Yeah, like when you got to the end, you're like, oh, that was good. Yep. Like the end of uh, Death of the Family, it was like, oh, I like that the way you ended. I was like, oh, that was great. Yep. But during that, we're being like, come on, like, let's go. Yep. And then you would hit those strides towards the end and it would get better. But like this, like shorter arcs, it's good for, like you said, new ske- there's a new schedule, so it's twice a month. And so I think, but Tom has always been great, and I look forward to I Am Suicide and I Am Bane. I think those, is that especially the same, is that the same? Oh, okay, which one's I Am Suicide? Next one. That's the next one. What's the, which I Am Bane is the one after? Yeah. Yep. Okay, obviously I don't, I don't, I must not be reading solicit. I didn't know that. I knew the Suicide one was... When he's on the island. I saw, by the way, speaking of Batman, I saw the uh, next issue that comes out at the very top, you know, where DC's putting like whatever the arc's called. Yep. The next Batman one has like a paragraph up there. I don't know why. Really? Huh. It's like, oh, uh, Batman's going to go on a suicide mission or something like that. And uh, it's like to go find his greatest nemesis. Isn't that the purple cover with him on Arkham? Fence? Yeah, I'll show you later. That's yeah. the only thing I'm worried about, though. Is that Suicide Squad's going to get pushed too much in this book? Yeah, we'll see. I think Tom's good enough to get her. I think the nice thing about... That's what I'm just worried about. Oh. What do you have for number two? two? For number two, I have Green Arrow by Benjamin Percy. Artist by... Hopefully Otto Schmidt every time, but otherwise we've had some other people. They're good too, but... Yeah. Um, I think... Like, I had read the New 52 run of Green Arrow, and I read a little bit of before New 52, like some Brightest Day Green Arrow, some past issues and whatnot, and... This has been, like, amazing. You get Green Arrow as Green Arrow. He's not somebody that he's not. But what I mean by that is it's kind of like Superman in the New 52. It's not who the character really is. It's just kind of... You're not getting a new make of Green Arrow. You're actually getting Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. Green Arrow. Arrow. Right. I mean, you get Black Canary. I get that Emmy Emiko is a made-up character starting from the New 52, but I think she's really flushed well into um, the Rebirth as a sister figure for Ollie. I don't know. The art's fantastic. I love seeing Ollie and Dinah together. I think they were always meant to be in the same book. Um, not to say that she has to be in every issue. Like, she hasn't been in every single issue, but no, when but she is... She's got her the, own job to do. It's part yeah. of the core Green Arrow story. Right. So. If, I, if I may, you, you mentioned the other arts, and the other artists are fine. Mm-hmm. But actually, when you see Otto Schmidt's art... Right. That is really the stable for what that book should look like. Oh. Because it really yeah. is that light and that well, that like, easy on the eyes. Is that inviting? The other two artists, I think we're trying to mimic him anyways. Yeah, compliment. So, yeah. So Number two? Uh, actually, my number two was your number three. Batman? Batman. But now, I, I've read quite a bit of... Fuck you. Um, <laughs> not not you guys. I keep pushing the button on my phone. But I've, I've read a few other things that you didn't read from... Um, of Tom King's. Like, I know we both read Vision, love Vision. I was, I still. Omega am. Man you read? Omega Man I've read. Chef of Babylon. Chef of Babylon. All these, I've read these different books and I've seen how this man can write different things. He actually, did he work for the CIA? Yeah. Or a part of it. 
this man writes Sheriff of Babylon and it's classified. I can't talk about it. Yeah. And it, it but he, he writes a serious book. And then when he writes vision, he actually gives you this, this different take on a vision, a character I don't give a shit about. And I love this book to pieces. Like I know Tom King can get me to love. And I already loved Batman, but I know how, we, however he's going to write the Bane story. I'm, it's going to hopefully blow me out of the water. And I know I, I'm so dedicated to his books that anything Tom King writes, I'll get. So maybe it's not so much Batman I like, it's Tom King I like. It's really good, though. It is good. It's a different kind of Batman than we saw before. So. And I think one of my favorite issues, and I know, Garrett, it's kind of like number five for me from New 52, is number six, where it's actually Gotham Girls suffering with her mm. brother being gone. Probably my favorite issue of his runs so far. Other than four, when Batman just shows up <laughs> and talks to uh, Amanda Waller. That was great. Yeah, that's good, too. So... Oh, I forgot Amanda Waller was in there. Oh, yeah. That should be a suicide squad. Then, well, that's what they talked about. Uh, both Hugo Strange and Bruce talked oh, to Amanda yeah. Waller. My number two was Detective Comics. We talked about that already, but I really like it a lot. I think it's pretty mm. excellent. But I already, I already talked about it when you talked about it. So mm. number one, number one, you're in DC Rebirth book. This is the book that Everybody's everybody for. should be picking up. Okay. Garrett? Um, going for Superman. And we talked about that already before. Um, he's my favorite superhero. If you haven't known that by now, then you obviously haven't been listening. But I uh, love this book. I always love that humanity feel between Superman and everyone in his wheelhouse. The chemistry between him and Lois, him and John. Um, I wish that we could see some more Daily Planet stuff, but it looks like... Uh, did action come out this that's, week? Yeah, action's out. So that's probably going to be tackling more, be more action yeah. for the Daily Planet stuff. But uh, it's fun to see the family dynamic. I love crypto being in that book because i feel like crypto you don't see for 40 issues in the new 52 and you see him every now and then but i love that he's like not just being ignored as a character um yeah i'm excited to see where this book goes so far it's been my favorite of rebirth and a couple of reasons a character himself is actually superman humanity b We'll just end with B. That fucking yellow ass in the back. <laughs> I was going to say this yellow ass. <laughs> I knew it. <clears throat> Alex, number one. Marvin, I can almost guarantee you and I probably have the same book. Name I've it. got Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps by Robert Vendetti. Art by Ethan Van Scriver. All, all of them have been Ethan by I've, Ethan. I had originally had Batman at number one. And I was like, you know what? The other book I actually look forward to more than Batman is Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan has been excellent since issue one. This, but I, I've always been like a Green Lantern. I mean, that's what got me into comics. superhero comics was Green Lantern. And for a while, they abandoned me. It wasn't good. <laughs> or I abandoned it. I was like, adios. I'm taking, taking the road out of here. And when they announced Robert Vendetti's coming back, because I even, like Robert Vendetti did a new 52 run. He, I got the first arc and I didn't like it, so I dropped it. And so when they announced, oh, Robert Vendetti is still going to write Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern Corps, I was like, oh, God damn it. I was like, I was hoping for somebody new so that I can get back into it. And I thought it'd be good. But I did make a promise that I would get every new, new Rebirth book to see how they were. And that issue one was excellent. It's been excellent since issue one. Mm-hmm. This is like the grand space opera. We got Hal, we got Guy, we got John Stewart. Got all the Green Lantern All Corps. the Green Lanterns. Excluding that used Jessica to. and Simon. Yeah, not the new people, Earth. but you got the old people. Um, dealing with Sinestro, Sinestro's daughter. Parallax. Trying to bring the Green Lanterns back to how they were. Which, and I don't know what, it, it, it's Ethan's art, 
it's Robert Medetti's story, but something about that makes it so grand that it, this whole thing feels like an event. I think I think for me, it, it's both them together have actually made this. I'm going to use a word I barely ever use: this perfect Green Lantern book. Because I, I don't give a shit about Green Lantern, but I do with how they're writing and how they're drawing this book. Like I, I I'm I'm actually taken to where we're going. And this is at. crazy for Alex to say because I don't think you've been interested in Green Lantern. Ever. Or I li- space. I like that. That's true. But you think I, it don't make a man. So. But I, I like I like the idea of Green Lantern. I'd love to have a power ring. I mean, I think that's a cool idea. I just never gave a shit. He wants a phantom ring. I can. I, I don't have to be chosen by it, right? I can no, just, put, just it put it on. Yeah. Fuck. I, I'm excited to continue this book, and I don't foresee me ever wanting to drop this. No, it would have to take a huge drop in quality. I wonder how long is Ethan on? I don't know. I thought I saw he was exclusive. He is, yeah. So I don't know. He's because he's doing. He, sometimes he jumps on Green Lantern. But I know he loves he Green Lantern. So like, I have a, a feeling that they're gonna be together for a while. And like, this is yeah, it's been great. I don't see like you said going anywhere south. There's nothing about this book that I'm like. God, I don't like that part of it. Yep. The whole thing's great. Like every time I get it, yes, I read the whole thing, and it's always the whole thing reads great. Yep. I mean, it's on my sta- this. It's on next week's to talk about, and it looks and beautiful. It's, oh God. Those covers are great. Splash pages. The inside are great. is yeah. fantastic. Every once in a while, there's a weird eye, but I'll give him the benefit. Of that. I'm I'm giving it that. Uh, They're trying to get this out with him. Yeah, I was going to say he's trying to get a it out. Weeks, so. so he's sometimes kind of slow. So he's probably just like, ah, draw that eye quick. But otherwise, besides that, like this would be if somebody told me, "Hey, uh, you read comic books? I want to get into superheroes. What should I read?" I'd be like, "I'll get this book," because there's a lot of like lore, but it doesn't make you feel like you need to know all that stuff. It kind of fills you in along the way. I guess for me, it was one of those when I got into it, I was originally not going to get Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern card, but I got the rebirth. Love the rebirth as I'm watching Hal make his ring. And I, I, I haven't wanted to ever read a Green Lantern. I cannot wait for each issue to read this book. Now he's going full Smith. Will. Let's do it. <laughs> Great, though. So Superman, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps. You see that when I came in here, I was like, I think we're gonna have the same books, which we really didn't, I guess. Mm-hmm. Besides, we had a couple, but they were moving around. But I knew for some reason I was like, I thought we all would be Hal Jordan, but I forgot about Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Come on, yeah, I was gonna say during our flashbacks, you said mm-hmm. Superman is your favorite book right now, so I don't yeah. know why I didn't think that. But great, um, I think overall though, DC Rebirth has been a it's success. Oh, New Fifty Two was like. Yeah. I think it was like twenty five seventy five. I remember liking like twenty five percent of the books, which made it easier to cut those books. Yeah. I think that's the problem is that when we did all that cutting, I realized I did go back and collect a couple books, but it was the books that were actually good. I went back and collected Nightwing. Went like back this, to collect. I had planned J. to get all the number ones, and then I'd be like, oh, I'll weed out half of them. They're not, half of them are not going to be good." But you know what? So many. Of them I think good. the weakest ones are like sevens or eights, which for me, which I love some of these characters, are it's good enough. See, or there's I, something interesting about them. But in my head, I've got. To, I know I need to start deciding what books. If it's below be. a seven, I think you should cut it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We'll you get a, if you get a book that's consistently six, is why you're still getting it. Yeah. Wednesday Comics six hundred five at gmail.com. Email us your favorite rebirth book. What do you like? Hal Jordan, Grant Score, Superman. Maybe you like Batman. Maybe you like something that's not in this list. Let us know. What else? Oh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, well, that's number one selling book. So <laughs> that's not Harley Quinn. You can tweet at us at Wednesday Comics. You can tweet at Alex at Alex Mistrello. Tweet at me at Marvin underscore Saguero. Did I say Alex Saguero? No, Alex Mistrello. I don't know why. Uh, at Garat2188 still? Still. 
<laughs> if there's any questions, just go to our site and you'll find our names. Yeah. Go to WednesdayComics.com if you want to click on there. It goes right to our Twitter pages and to our Facebook.com slash WednesdayComics.com. That's WednesdayComics.com. Find us on iTunes to rate, review, subscribe. Find us on Google, Stitcher, and SoundCloud to download and subscribe. And put some hearts in there. And also, you visit our sponsor at RootsAndSwampThing.com for all things Swamp Thing. Did you see that cartoon? No. Swamp Thing? Isn't there a movie too? Old, but there's a movie. I used to watch the cartoon as a kid. I know, and they would So maybe you know, don't show your kids, but show your stuff. Uh, yeah. Good week of comics. Good rebirth things. Uh, Got a busy week next week for you guys. Oh, yeah. Busy, Full busy reviews. Week. Full reviews. We'll figure it out when we get there and we'll be through them. Uh, I'll send that list. They'll Who go, fuck what? no. Or you might fuck put 20 yes. on that list. We might read them and be like, hey, I got anything to say about 10 of these books. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll only do 10. But big week. Probably big week the next week, too. The following so. week's not as big, but it's quite big. It's like $75 worth. Yep. But we got to take off because we got to see some X Men Apocalypse. Woo-hoo. We can talk about that next week. Well, we haven't, we haven't Yeah, we can talk about it for a second. We'll tell you guys how we think. I'll let you know if we, I think it's shit or not. We shit. never saw it in theaters because we never got around to it, but also there's some bad things said about it. So we'll see what we, yeah. we think. X Men Apocalypse. That is all for this week. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Let's keep turning those pages, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>